I invented yeah. a straw, a type of straw the other day. Keep your straw thing to yourself. <clears throat> My family are functioning alcoholics almost across the board. See that chair? It used to be gun. If it turned out koalas were good for erections, we'd be dragging them out of the trees. So much frothing. So much frothing. I didn't even get stomped on the dick. That's my junk. Had like a yeah, put it away. It's a Kmart blue and white jobby. What yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Don't seal properly. And a Yeti one, and put a like a bag of ice in each. Left them for three days and came back. And anyway, the Yeti one had turned to water, and the Kmart one was still ice, but. I what? think any esky for three days, it's all going to water, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. it was. He was. He was taking the piss. Like he. He's obviously yeah. out to get Yeti. Is he out to get him though? Because that the Yeti ones are pretty good, aren't they? Well, I, well, I reckon they probably test. are. But he was. He was like, this was definitely anti Yeti propaganda. Definitely propaganda. Yeah, the, but if, I if any esky's lasting three days, it must be cold out. Three days is too. That's not. That's usual, the thing is, is you, esky is used. You're going back to it, in and out, in and out, right? And you're whacking some warm beers in it. So you've got to get fresh bags of ice. The esky, nothing cools a beer quicker than the esky. It doesn't matter how good your fridge is. You want that esky with the like transfer oh, of heat in the water. Ice, and you put a bit of salt in it and it's even better. Cold water. Does yeah. salt water get below zero you degrees? ice, like chuck, fill it with ice, a bin, um, water to get it yeah to help it transfer and then salt salt the shit out of it and i reckon that well i don't reckon would the salt I've been melt told the ice still, hey would the salt, salt melt the ice this is science we've got a science i should introduce you that's a new voice in fact i've got a new voice as well for this episode we've all got new voices <laughs> my, <laughs> my new voice is from um having a holiday from my life's holiday in perth and it's got to be crook so, but um that new voice is j-o-b not the dad bod surfer living on the North Shore of Oahu. As but I live maybe. in Yeah, distant cousin of mine. <laughs> yeah. Jack <laughs> OB, who's a bit of a scientist. What's your actual role, title? What do you do? I am an aerospace design engineer. I'd say you're the most qualified scientist we've had on the show. And Andy's not here, so we've got the very familiar voice. Matt. Do I introduce myself? There you can go. if you want. Matt, there you go. Matt. Um, Gilly. Okay. Nice to see you. Return guest. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have you back in uh, in the Torquay was after a quick moment back west. Yeah, we've been... So we're recording from the 3228, the Surf Froth. And these two blokes are also part of Surf 100 um, that we've been chatting about. So <laughs> I think we need a quick Surf 100 update. The last time I think I re-recorded, I was on 45 surfs. Um so I'm on 92, but I've hit a bit of a, I've hit a bit of a, and it's it's mid-April, at I've, least triple after Easter. <laughs> I've hit a little snag, in terms of snag. I mean my toe on the ground, so I've paused for a bit. But Jacko, what are you on? Yeah, I'm running probably just slightly above par on 32. We're mid-April, so par for um, par for the end of the quarter was 25. I've hit mid-April on 32. I'm safe, but I'm I'm still at risk of not hitting the 100. We've said it before. Winter's coming. Winter's long. Daylight savings has already fucked the post-work. Yeah, surf. 100%. Yeah, gotta, daylight savings is a real issue. You think we should keep it all year round? I think we should go halfway in between. Oh. Just half hour. 
But then you might what? not get a surf before or after work. No, you would because I reckon it's it's nine thirty. Twenty minutes. It's nine thirty in the summer. That's I think fine. we should need to go more. I think we need to go two hours. Like if we're gonna yeah. do it, if it's gonna be dark, you know, before work and after work, and then light while you're sitting in an office staring at your little light box. Why don't we go rogue? Make it four hours. It's like work the first half of the day in the dark, and then yeah. boom, post work times. Yeah. I'd I'd be up for that. Four hours. We could just just fully change it. Just outdoor play time. All winter we're just all dark. Like we just work from work the dark. Yeah, overnight. Yeah. Get the vitamin so D you, in you. You do four yeah. in the morning, and then you take the middle of the day off, and you do four in the evening. It may be in like a thousand years. I need two hours sleep, and so fucking we'll just might as well. <laughs> Why is that? Why <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> evolution shit will change. I reckon we need like more sleep's sleep. Sleep's annoying. No, but sleep's annoying. So like it will evolve not to need so much sleep. Oh, like, you it's reckon? great. Like sleep is good because we need it. We'll be able to but take a pill we, if we didn't need it. It'd be better. We'll be more efficient. It's like what just happens when you're asleep. Do. What happens to your body? Just take a pill that sorts that out. No, just your body doesn't need. Like and, it's and, doing that during the day. But imagine how how expensive or like marketable that product would be if you had a pill that <laughs> it was like, oh, I'm not sleeping tonight. I'm gonna take a a no dose, but the no dose isn't like. It isn't a stimulant. It's just like it gives you whatever the fuck you need to not... Or the, the what, repair, what you would gain recharge. from sleep. What do you gain from sleep? You know what though? This is a great idea. But this isn't going to benefit your playtime on the weekend. This isn't going to be you partying <laughs> and then and then like up all night shagging or something and then get up <laughs> for the surf in the morning. This is only going to benefit the man who wants you to work harder during the day and then he's going to go, well, on that fact, we're going to work yeah, nights now. You've got more and time um, to do whatever you want. Though. Now we're working nights. Work will give you <laughs> flu shots and these tablets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the same order. Actually, Luce, maybe you should not take the flu shot if work gives it to you because it's fucking for them, not for you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just get the flu. Yeah, getting sick is for me. Absolutely, it is for you. <laughs> actually, that's actually pretty good. Five days off, sitting home. Oh, I know why you don't want me to get sick. Yeah, you, yeah. you dogs. That's yeah, you're trying to take my cash. Yeah, I'm on 42, I think. I need to. I had a surf today in the living room because my watch. Sorry, my watch is <laughs> counting my surf, and it didn't work when I was in the water this morning. So I had to put it on, and then I think I had like a four-hour surf. I forgot to turn it off. Big sesh. Saying the longest surf I've had, which is a bit annoying, but anyway. He's taken putting his feet in the wax three times to a new level. He's doing it in the living room now. We never actually said that it had to be on water. So we no, probably need to call up Andy You could get it on the fitball, whack the surfboard right. on the fitball, practice a few pop-ups. Might have identified a, a new rule yeah. required. It well, was particularly shit this morning though. Just It was a stat. But that's but the that Surf 100. That's what it's about. So we're going... Look, everyone's above par. I think Andy's on 40-ish. 40. He had a second surf this afternoon. He did, the dog. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's in Bondi bullshit. with all the clowns. I don't reckon he left the beach. <laughs> oh, <laughs> controversial. But no, it's good. So Surf 100, are you guys enjoying it? You reckon it's good for your surfing? Good for men- morale? Yeah, it is good. The only thing I'll say is I did need a break. Like, I'd surfed 40 times and I don't surf 40 times in a normal couple of months and I was fucking getting tired. Yeah. I think you boys were actually getting mate. tired. Like I was like, fuck. Mate, you're getting tired. 92, mate. Talk yeah, to me. 44 surfs uh, in, in uh, March. Talk, talk to me about don't, getting tired. I care about you and your tiredness. <laughs> I think it's been perfect for me because I haven't ever had the opportunity to oversurf. It's just got me in the water when I wouldn't have otherwise been in the water. Like this morning, 
Yep. You know, there's been plenty of times where I've surfed. And I don't know if it, it's been a gain or not, but I have surfed more than I would have otherwise. Has it been a gain? Have I, have I, is it, you know, overall, is it a good thing for me to be in the water surfing absolute garbage for no reason by myself? Yes, 100%. Way better for your mental health. Do you think about the de-noise factor? It's like, because the alternative to that was sit on the couch, watch TV, scroll your phone, yeah. get talked at yeah, What else someone. do you do if you're not like surfing? The alternative is, whereas you go, you have 30 minutes and you're just thinking, where's that wave coming? Where's that wave? I've got to paddle over. Where's the next wave? Or staring at the horizon or like the, the going through the motions of putting a wetty on in the car park or like patting a dog or something and you're outside. The vitamin D, like this so 100%. Yeah. The shit surf is way more beneficial than you realize it was pretty funny this morning like i i shafted gil actually i said as i left home to go to rachel's place last night i said to gil um 6 30 we'll meet outside the front of rachel's go to bell's have a look anyway woke up at seven and gil had tried to call me obviously went and surfed jack i went straight to bell's and it was so bad and they're like the range i, I was like all right well i'm getting in because i need a stat Describe how bad it was because it was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're on the west coast and it's an easterly swell, which sounds like it should be a good thing. But the thing is, there is no fucking east ocean for the swell to come out of. So it's like Wilson's Promontory, uh, Flinders Island, <laughs> yeah, and all the weather's going the opposite direction. So it's, that's how fucked it was. Yeah, there's <laughs> like there's there's it's funny because it's like how much surf do you need to make it possible? to catch something and stand up on your feet you know like there was there's always there always seems to be just enough to do that so you can surf and you can get out and say i did catch a wave but it's like it's the absolute borderline of where that's possible like it could have been smaller than today i reckon i think i pushed the borderline like one night (laughs) after work and this is really, and, and it was like a beautiful afternoon, like blue skies, not a wind, like no wind. And we went down to 13th Beach and I, I was actually embarrassed. To take my board. <laughs> <laughs> like I was fucking embarrassed. Yeah, like, and I was, I was the only person. Like, you look like a kook because there's I'm nothing. I'm the only person on the beach with a fucking surfboard and I'm legitimately standing next to my partner Larissa as the small white, like little sets roll in and I just caught three waves and then put my board back on the um, the sand, but that was that was just pushing the ban- or pushing the boundaries right out. Really, I'm going to say it's doing us a good job. Um, we skipped this, I think, last episode, but one off the wood. We started out as a beer drinking podcast or a drinking podcast, and I've not really been on the tins of late. I had to warm up to go to this wedding. Like I literally, for the four days leading up, had a couple of beers every night just to remind the rig that. Dad's you know, practice beer drinking. We had. Yeah. I, we're gonna get. We're gonna put some toxins in this bad boy. I'd lost a few kilos, so I ate some carbs and gave myself a head start. But and then you got yourself sick. Yeah. Fuck it. Exactly. Fuck it. You've been drinking, just not beers, or just not really. No, nah, not really drinking much. Like mm. the most beers I'd had would have been four in the last two months. Well, yeah. Apart from when we went to Jack Pub to see the Lipped Potty live. Oh yeah. And I had to switch from. I got full of four scooters and had to switch to seltzers. Because the body couldn't. Was that the in. night we ended up at Caleb and Maddie's and went on one? I don't think on? so. No, that was well, that was the other night that you did. Didn't it do too many beers that night either, though. I'll oh, leave sh- that that one there. You had more than four, though. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> what do we got off the? He doesn't tonight? want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing like we're saying convincingly you've had four beers, but knowingly like 
it's not quite true. Yeah, I've only had two beers in the last two years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right, mate. Well, not, what just... about that time when you were passed out in the gutter? No, 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 no. That was fucking water. When we decided at midnight it was a good idea for a skate session. Yeah. <laughs> the no, enthusiasm was, was high, I'll say that much. Um, well, we've got a vino. What's this? Do you want, does anyone want to introduce it? Got yeah, go on. It's a cat amongst the pigeons. Barossa Shiraz. It's uh, a 2021 vintage. And it's pretty tasty, and it's not too expensive, you tell me. so. Deep red brick in colour. The wine shows ripe red fruit on the nose. The spice of red berry fruit flavours on the palate. Basically, that's my go-to kind of good wine when you want to like get one wine that's not shit. Mm. It's pretty good. Did you bu- you bought this? Yeah, this is my, my go-to. Right. So, um, I red. give that one to you. Yeah, it's red, it's tasty, it drinks, it fits in, it's not too cheap. It's not bad. Um We've got to start off also with, I want to know what's got you frothing. So, J-O-B, welcome to the podcast. Have you got something that's got you? What's got you real frothing lately? I can almost chip in with you and I'll tell you what's got you frothing. Yeah, go on. I've seen it live. I've been watching it evolve. When I turned up in Torquay, you were surfing the most horrible surfboards. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> From the 90s, yellow, real skinny, narrow, and you knew they worked but they kind of didn't. And then we had a few surfs and I'd lent you a few of my brand new quiver that I'd accumulated yeah. from my year off and you got a little frothy on them. And then what have you gone and done in one go? One foul swoop. I have bought three new surfboards and <laughs> sold all the rest of my old boards. I've just gone like, get rid of all of this shit. Yes. All of this fucking garbage that I've been surfing If for you too bought long. them, they're not... Yeah, they did him well. <laughs> yeah. And like, I've had some great surfs on those boards and they were good boards, but it was... It, the time had passed. Yeah, like I've... I had good time I've in a 60 changed, series Land Cruiser. Changed, the waves I'm surfing's changed. So, yeah, got a, I got a bloody 20. You got a 20? So, you've been frothing those boards? Oh, I've been frothing you the boards. You were so, yeah, got a 20, an album Light Bender, 5, 6... About 31 litres. And that's been the ball that's got me the most frothing. Like, it's a totally different kettle of fish. And a little bit of a pun there, if you yeah. don't mind. Yeah. Um, it's not too much of a fish shape. It's still, it's like pretty performancey, But it's just like, it, I feel like the fish, the, the sort of more performance leaning fish, or not fish, sorry, 20, it sort of makes me surf how I want to surf. It's more flowy. It's fast. I can kind of I can pick up speed and then cut back and just I, I think it's like I'm not trying to make it on the QS. I'm not trying to hit as many sections as I can and go snap. I'm trying to just have flow and be on rail a bit and turn and just that more like soulful kind of surfing. Yeah. That's the direction I want to go in, I think, with my surfing. Just be like looking like feeling good, hitting sections kind of right, but just it, it's not so aggressive. When you've been given like boards like that, the 20, they give you a speed for free, so you're not trying to generate it. It's like, here's your speed. What would you like to do with it? And you're mm. like, oh, yeah. Cool. It's like, oh, now I can concentrate on the surfing rather than trying to keep up with a wave or generate speed to do half a turn. It's like, they're fun. It's like, they're fun. It puts the fun back into it. Like these big, big lengths time. and things. Sick. And if you did think you wanted to be on the QS, 
it just takes the Rippy Pro being in town to see the pros and you're like, oh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> the guys who I'm in the water with every day who I think surf real good don't surf real good compared to the pros are just doing a different sport to us. Yeah, so, and, and you do watch too much pro surfing and you like, you know, you've got to have... You've got to want to improve at your sport and get better, but you've got to like. We love watching pro surfing. Obviously, we talk about it all the time, but we've got to, as well. I think try and find, like, who do you who who can you aspire to surf like? And it's not Sally Jack Fitz. Robbo. It's not Ethan Ewing. Yeah, maybe we should start watching the chicks tour. Yep. But even then, they're surfing like the dudes. They're they're surfing thrusters. They're attacking at the same. They're not doing it with quite as much um you know they're, they're just not quite as good as the guys at, at doing it but they're still trying to achieve the same thing so that's not right either mm. we've got to be looking at like there's got to be some Tyron blokes Martin. out there yeah everyone just getting mid-lengths <laughs> Tyron Martin twinnies yeah, triple string and mid-lengths that's, that's it that's so funny and then they all came up for sale because no one could surf like <laughs> yeah, yeah that's what Mikey February really fucked up the like twin pin by Channel Islands because everyone was like, that looks amazing. That's not QS surfing. I want that. Yeah. And then everyone bought them and now there are heaps of them for sale. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because no one turns out it doesn't, you, no one can surf like Mikey February because he's surfing pipe and backdoor on like twins. So <laughs> it's still, and it's like Jamie O'Brien using a foam board and yeah. getting fully not getting kegged. Pitted. Yeah. yeah, all right. Um, no, so sorry, I, was, I put a froth in your mouth, but I'd say that's probably frothy lately. <laughs> that's. <laughs> that I was racking the brains and to be honest, that definitely is my biggest froth I would say lately. Like that that twenty in particular, just like I got I'll just go through the other boards quickly. The um I got a JS Monster Box Swallowtail, just like a sort of standard performance short board. Um surfed it a few times and had fun on it bit more volume than i'm used to surfing in a short board the first session on that we're at winky and i saw you take off at uppers and then like kind of battle it to get to the section mm. and then past the stairs would i've never seen you go so fast on a board just whoo, straight through this section and i was like yes like yeah. i was frothing out the back yeah Loving All it. I, the, like, I don't know if it's on. volume it must be volume, volume but i'm flying through sections and getting mm. more speed than I'm used to. Big Swallowtail do that too. Yeah. So it's been good. And then I got this SJS step up. Um, it's called a, an Express. And I haven't surfed that yet. So keen to see what that's all about. But Good times. Yeah. New, new boards. Phone. New, new boards. New always boards frothy. got me frothing. Um, Gilly, what's got you frothing, man? It's more an upcoming froth. I reckon was. I've got a barley trip booked for yep. a week. Larissa just staying right on... Um, on the water there so my first time traveling with a surfboard and going surfing um so i'm looking forward to that you're staying on the bucket aren't you ulu's yeah i think so i I have to i've got no fucking i'll get a scooter and just cruise around and lose some skin yeah well fuck yeah how it's i've managed to ride things and not lose skin so far so (laughs) yeah but that's got me frothing. It should be sick. I was like, I don't know if like, classic like Instagram. I keep getting all these barley um, videos of of waves now. So yeah, looking forward to that. It gets your Instagram algorithms get you frothed for shit you didn't know you needed to get froth for. Yeah, but I've got, actually changed up my Instagram. I've I now have to go in because I was going at I was going to it too much. Yeah. So now I have to go in via Safari 
put in my passcode and then do like a second auth- like second round authentication. That's a hectic little yeah, like, and it's a fucking sabotage. Yeah, but it, it's good because I, like it. I don't want to do it. And you're, it's amazing how fuck it, like that is the, like the hurdle that makes it so annoying yeah. that you don't go on it. It's like pretty it. good. I do and that like with once a day it. maybe, and then as soon as you're out, you have to log back in again. So you just don't keep looking at it. I like that. That is good. But it's still getting me on Bali waves when I get on there. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Which I don't mind Instagram. You can keep sending me Bali waves until I come back and then stop. You log so in. I don't want to fucking see him anymore. <laughs> Mate, you've been in the biggest hole with work like lately. Just I wasn't going to bring that up for you. I know, but it's yeah. negative, Nigel, man. It's affecting my life. That's how fucked <laughs> it's it is. It's the biggest work hole anybody's ever witnessed. I'm not seeing a bigger work hole. No, like, it's, it's not okay. never ending. It's a big tender. Like, we'll be vague enough for you to be able to talk about it. You've got a big tender with work, and it's basically been stretching your asshole every seven days a week. Like, yeah, it's been a pretty big effort, 100%. Luckily, yeah. I can surf. Although, I have to admit... Can you? Well, I can't. <laughs> <surf>. <laughs> Luckily, I can't surf, but I try. The other thing that's got me frothing, which is more... That's Im- not what I meant. No, but what, <laughs> more important than whether I've been working a lot or not is the fucking pop-up. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Was has been giving me a few tips on my popping up, and he is like, basically, I'm looking straight down the line instead of across whatever the, I'm actually doing wrong. But it's actually sick. Like I went this morning, small waves, which is sometimes hard to real hard make work. And it was like poof, firing down the line. I was like, oh, that's actually good. Still just with the, the rotation of the upper body. It, it, the, oh, you, you need to rotate. For those out there that are beginning, rotate your fucking shoulders. Don't look straight down the line. It doesn't help. Don't surf like you're skiing. Yep. Yeah, I'm just not used to doing sideways sports. Mm. I'm a straight sport sort of guy. Yeah, Have straight shooter. Been. I need to be a sideways sport guy. This is my only sideways sport. Mm. I need more sideways sports. What are like this? Skateboarding. Skateboarding. Snowboarding. Yeah, I was pretty sure that snowboarding didn't do that. Skate. Um, soap. Those shoes. Those grind, grindy shoes. Wouldn't, yeah, sick. Wouldn't say it's your only sideways sport, mate. I've seen you pretty sideways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Taking yeah. drugs. Uh, doing, yeah. <laughs> Big nights on the piss. Playing yeah, in the that's band. me. Playing in the band is a sideways sport. That's for sure. Especially, Big time. Yeah. yeah. But. Playing guitar is a sideways sport, but he's a drummer. Yeah, true. Ah, oh, you front on. Yeah. 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 Pole plants. Just pole plants. <laughs> just at pace. That's actually, yeah. Um, what about you? Something in that. You've always got a lot of froth. What's frothing? I hate to stay on the surfing train, and I'll try and tell this is the shortest story of all time. <laughs> if you don't like surfing, <laughs> we'll, we'll promise we'll get to something I'll, else. We'll put a link in the notes. Skipped into 25 minutes. So... The Rippy Pro's been in town and all the pros have been around and I've been, um, you know, surfing with them because that's what you do. they got to get waves off your winky. But the other Monday, I had the, one of the craziest surf sessions of all time. And it's like surfing such a weird sport because you're not playing tennis with Rafa Nadal. But like, you know, the, the tennis guys, the golfers, they get exclusive access to their playing field. But like the surfers have to come and surf around you and get waves off you. And like... It just blew my mind because we've been surfing with a few pros, but I paddled out the day before the window started to the comp. Word on the street, it was it might have been on. So Bells was like 60 people at Bells. There's about 15 people at Winkies. Glassy, three foot, paddled out. Jack Robbo said hi to me at Uppers, which blew my mind. It was just like 
just said g'day, mate. And I was like, that was a bit weird. I was like, g'day, and then went to the inside. Got Did away. he? He didn't say g'day to me, and I paddled so, out with him that <laughs> that evening that you came later in the surf. Yeah, yeah. We we were getting in at the same time, and we were surfing lowers, kind of just like me and him for a little bit because yeah. it, it was just pretty crowded, and we were just like, and, and it was shit. Sounds romantic. So we were, we were, and I was just like, I had yeah visions of of Jack Robbo saying g'day to me, and he didn't. And I, I reckon I gave him a little bit of like a little stink eye, a little bit of stink eye. Yeah, maybe of, he saw it. Yeah. Well, you know, he was sitting it up as an eye paddled around the button, so he'd like seen me come and he had to eyeball me for a while. Maybe he got scared or something. Smelt the West Aussie in me. Don't know. Yeah. But like, I've had dreams before, which is a bit weird. That it's like, oh, I went surfing my dream with Owen Wright, and we were just sitting at this break, and it was three foot and glassy, and we were just talking as if we were mates. We knew each other. Anyway, I paddled down to Lowers. Got a wave, paddled out at lowers, and it's Owen Wright and Geordie Smith and Nat Young sitting there, mm. and then me. And I like, <laughs> kind of sat on the inside. I was like, oh, okay. It's like, fuck, it was weird it wasn't crowded. And I kind of made that remark to Owen. He's like, oh, it's a bit weird. It's like, yeah, weird it's not crowded. Like, thought it should be pumping now. Anyway, those guys get some waves. I kind of sat the inside of them. So, like, probably 10 meters towards uppers. Just was like, let them go. They're here to get waves and warm up and I'm not fast. But you still made sure you sat inside. Yeah, 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 inside, but I like let, would have let them go. Anyway, and having <laughs> surfed Winky at least 40 <laughs> times in this year, I've spotted a set coming, like knew it. You know the ones that are going to come and peak wide. And so I like real slowly, like not to raise eyebrows, paddled out. And then this one came through. It was just perfect. Like the wedge on it going down the line. It was, it was all time. And I like, so I was... 20 meters past them by the time I'm trying to take off they're all paddling toward Geordie Smith kind of like paddles in front of me to go the block but then he like saw the look in my eyes I was like no I'm going man like he hadn't seen me catch a wave yet so he assuming I'm some kook yeah and I'm like anyway he pulls out of the way lets me go all the you way fell. through the valley now nah, surfed it <laughs> on my own on my 20 as well my handshake 20 like all the way through the thing and I Sick. surfed pretty conservative but I was like Four cutbacks or something, a floater at the end, it just, all the way through the valley. Nobody's ever done was, four cutbacks <laughs> on a wave. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was losing the point. Now it's a lie. That was a dream. But then anyway, so I paddle back four out. Four beers, four <laughs> cutbacks. And then by the time I get back, they've all got waves and it's just Owen right there. And he's like, man, that was the bomb. Like you got, like it had been pretty slow. It's like, oh, that was a sick one, blah, blah. And this was the day after we went to Ain't That Swell Potty. So we just started chatting about um, how hilarious Mason Ho is and... Just talking, like talking a bit of shit. The other guys come back, and then Adam Robinson paddles out. Local bloke works for Rip Curl, and he was talking to Geordie Smith about who's getting the wild cards for the rest of the year, and like why Dylan Moffat was going to surf, and all this shit. And then Geordie was just riding off the WSL big time, like big time riding off the cut is bullshit. You know, you can't make a living and all this stuff. And I was just like sitting there listening. So I sat for about 15 minutes, just listened to these guys talk, let them have, take waves and stuff because I was so interested in it. And then at one point I found it was just Geordie and I out. And I was like, hit him up. I was like, right, Geordie, you've been shitting on the WSL on the cut. I was like, what's the solution? What's the tour look like in your eyes? Like, what do you actually want to do to it? And Geordie and I sat there, five, five or 10 minutes, felt like an hour to me, but actually talking about, how he changed the tour and like my ideas for it and what works and stuff. It was literally a fucking dream. And I was like, this is a mind fuck. Like it's glassy as there's no one there. I'm like chatting to Geordie Smith. And then like 
eventually a wave came and I was pretty deep on it and I like took off and then like called him in on the shoulder because he was looking at me to, you know, like yeah. back up paddling. I'm like, go, go. And knowing he'll, I'll probably end up caught inside anyway. Gets this wave. So I like straighten up. I'm like, fuck, it's not going to get better than that. So I went in. As I'm going in, Tom Curran's paddling out. I was like, what the <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I was like, this is so weird. Oh, I hadn't even mentioned Barton Lynch the whole time. He's going between uppers and lowers, just frothing, catching waves. And I like asked what board he was surfing and he stops and talks to me for a bit, shows me the surfboard. He's coaching Carlos Muniz, the fucking random random dude who's like a wild injury wildcard. So Barton Lynch is the biggest frother of all time. I'm like, this is a crazy day. I went up the stairs. He's the blo- older bloke with the white beard. Yeah, he's got a mad beard these days. Yeah. He used to battle Oki in like the skins events. Yeah. So I'm like, this is pretty wild. Went up to the car park and then as I was walking back, ran into Georgia and she was going for a surf at Bell. So I go, I'm like, oh, I'll just go and walk down with you. And then ran into my parents, of all things, just hanging out and winky. <laughs> like, like, what are you doing here? And I was like, Checking what? the surf. Was yeah. that... Was that- when um, your mum got that photo of John John? Um, yeah. Yeah, it would have been. They were just hanging out at Winky and she they was... They were just hanging out just being pro hoes. like celeb spotting. Yeah, yeah, just surf <laughs> celebs on them. So I'm like kind of explaining to them and I'm like... And they were with their neighbours and the neighbours are... Um, <laughs> the, oh, he's an old salty surfer from way back. And I'm like, man, I was just chatting to Barton Lynch. Like he's down there. And he's like, oh, wow, Barton's here. It's like, yeah, yeah. Told him. And then we walked down the stairs to have a look at Winky and Barton's sitting on the stairs and he says g'day to me and we start having a chat. And he's like, oh, are you mates with him? I was like, no, I don't think so. And then, anyway. I am now. Karen walks past after his surf. He's like not looking at anyone. He's got Speed Dealer Sun. He's on a t-shirt on his head. That weird twinny with the like pool noodle foam on top of it. And he's playing a boombox. Like he had a boombox in his hand playing his own music. I was like, fucking trippy. I was like, this is wild. He is, he is he, true. like yep. true to form. True to like, form. He's actually just cruising around I'm like, like that. the day doesn't get weirder and i'm so i'll like walk I upstairs what well, I wonder what, like does the wsl just book him a business class well, flight to to melbourne and say we're, we're putting you in a heritage heat yeah and for that's sure. that's it he he's just sponsored turns by up. rip curl yeah so is he yeah so he'd be what like do you reckon rip curl pay him fuck knows fuck what's knows he worth business. to rip curl at his age with his, like how relevant is he still Mate, that's where all the money is. Yeah, the old but, crew. But yeah, but I reckon. Yeah, because Tom the old, Well, I don't know. The old crew just like to spend cash. <laughs> they would walk in there if they ever knew him before. The boomers have got money. Yeah. They're the yeah. money makers down well, here. Well, all right. What do you, got well, no just cash take for $900 weddies. Tell like, me what you think Rip Curl I, I reckon Rip give Curl give Tom him... Curran. They facilitate the lifestyle. Grand? They send him to nah. Mexico. They get him to film shit. They'd be giving him opportunities yeah. more than anything. Because all he wants to do is surf. If they were yeah. just going to pay his, pay his way around a few spots over the years, like he'd just sign up for that, surely. Yeah. At sure, minimum. So. And then maybe he's worth, does more for them than I know. Yeah. Well, he's got a movie that came out as well. So he was out here promoting. So he's probably got a bit. He's got a brand. Yeah. So he, he's so, made it to the bloody one off the wood podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Three time <laughs> world champion. Come and on. how many, he'll, he'll sell a couple of extra suits after this. <laughs> so, so he's, um. anyway, that's all pretty wild. I'm like, Walk up the Kari and I'm like, fuck, I've got to go for another surf. It's still glassy. I look over at Bells and the, apparently the rumour had gone round that the comp was going to be on day one at Winky. So everyone that had been warming up at Bells has moved over to Winky. And at this time, there's about five people on the bowl and two people, including Georgia, at 
um, surfing rink on at Bells. Day before the comp, three foot glassy. I was like, what the actual fuck? I was like, this is mental. So I'm like, grab the board. I'm jogging through the car park. Barton Lynch leaves with Carlos Munoz. He's like, winds down his window across the other side of the car park and yells out at me. He's like, yeah, what's up? Round two. Woo! Yo, yo, yo! Like, <laughs> <laughs> it fucking hoots me. I'm like, I think I'm mates with Barton Lynch. I'm like, this day's crazy. He must be a bit of a frother. Oh, massive frother. He's the sickest cunt. Yeah. And then um, it's the first time he's worn a wetsuit in three years, he reckons. He's been living in Hawaii. Pretty random. Anyway, so I get down to Bells. I paddle out past the bowl. One of the five people at the bowl is Oki. I'm like, oh, this is wild. What's going on? So it's Joe Tapel, Oki at the bowl. I paddle past them up to where Georgia and ran, her random mate is. And we just traded waves for an hour and a half. Three of us, like just surf rink on by ourselves on the Monday, no one out. Like, it, it was absolutely well, mental. I thought Joe Tapel was, like, sacked or something. Nah, that's... that's um, Strider, I'm Strider thinking of Strider. Sorry, yeah, not nah, Joe Tapel was there. Strider was a loose. He hasn't been sacked. He's just not got the run out here. They've gone with a mentally um, handicapped Kaipo just to get their diversity numbers I, up. It's so hard to watch Kaipo. So, he's Fucking handicapped. Hell. He, he, you let him go, he's fine. You see him on top of that ladder? <laughs> yeah, I can't stand him. <laughs> I was hoping he'd fall he off and minces, go Molly Meldrum, and then we'd have an excuse. He just his words all the time too, and it's yeah. there's got to be someone better out there for, for anyone presenting. Me, I'll do yeah, it. Yeah, anyone. Like we've been saying this though. We like one of the things about watching the WSL coverage is the commentary is so fucking shit. Like they don't like, and I'm not don't know surfing like you do. They don't talk about anything interesting. Like, there's so many parts of the fucking storyline that you could get into. They don't tell you what board they're riding. They don't tell you like what they're like what they're thinking and why they'd be good at surfing. Like blah blah blah. Like the Formula One drive to survive and fucking they just find the interesting parts of the story and yep. they build it up. WSL they get Kaipo and a couple of guys to sit out the back and talk about the same thing over and over again. He goes, yeah, he's horrible, Kaipo. I don't, I don't want to go negative on him, but he's fucking horrible. Strider's all right. I think he'll get a gig later. Yeah, maybe he he's, better than, he's better than Kaipo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Which is why I'm, I'm a little bit mind-boggled. But uh, Joe Tapel and um, well, Ronnie Blakey, um, what's his name? Um, yeah, Ronnie Blakey. He's, he's amazing. He's great. Like, great chat, great tempo. I like him. Yeah. And they're informative. And, and Yeah, Ronnie Blakey's he's a weapon. Good value. Smiles, definitely. good fun. So was I, that the end of it? No, yet. I don't think it is because I thought no, like, there's more. Is, so I'm I get, enjoying this, but I so I get there's more. See this? So I paddle out. We're swapping waves, and then a little seal turns up, and I was like, "This is pretty random." Seal was kind of playing with us. I was like, tried to talk to it. Just by the way, why this is going on? The rest of you fuckers are at work. Oh, it's Monday. Yeah, it's <laughs> is Monday. So if you're wondering why you're not doing this, it's because you've got a job. I also yeah. haven't heard any of the detail. I, I thought that was would have mentioned a lot of this, but obviously been so, saving it to record it. So this seal kind of pops up and I'm like, fucking like dogs of the sea. I was like, I wonder if you can talk to it. I was like, I started barking underwater at this seal. So I was like, I don't know why. What else am I? Just paddled surf with all the heroes. I'm basically in a dream. You're unemployed. You can bark under the yeah. fucking water. Or we, or I wonder want. if I can talk to animals like <laughs> fucking... What we what was it, what noises were you making underwater? I went the big bark. Give like, us a give us a rendition. I mean, it was Ooh. underwater. Like <laughs> bit high pitched, make it carry in the water. Anyway, the seal um, didn't come over and play with me. Kind of disappeared, but dolphins turned up. 
So four dolphins turn up and you guys surf bells. When was the last time you saw a dolphin on this coast? Well, this story's starting to sound yeah. like he's just making shit up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've had four beards and then I then I'm fucking surf all these pros. I've worked out the WSL. <laughs> I've surfed twice. I had a woohoo from the car park. Went down there. Seals, dolphins, saw a great white, made friends with a great I'm, white. I'm mates with every single professional surfer on tour and all of their coaches. <laughs> I've actually got a wild card. Did anything <laughs> did anything bad happen? That was it. I paddled I got a wave to come in. I turned around. George I'm surprised is on a you're not dating Caroline Marks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's on this. No chicks, which is a surprise. <laughs> yeah. George is on this wave and there's just this massive dolphin like they're real big dolphins too just cruising through a wave at bells like western australia you surf with dolphins all the time it's not unusual i've never seen them at bells surfing no, them I no have. neither so uh, not, yeah. at bells. not at bells we surfed we Addis saw them with Addis. Yeah, Addis. but Addis, Addis feels a little bit more dolphiny sharky too yeah yeah sea lifey sea lifey this but Bell, i've never seen any oh you see fish busting up a bit at winky Yep. A fish. That's yeah. not exciting. Yeah, I was surfing sea fish. But, it is but on if this there's coast. fish busting up, you would think that there's sharks. Yeah, or whales se- or seals. <laughs> Something to eat them. The game. <laughs> but I surfed. Okay, so- I surfed Scarborough on, uh, over Easter, and they're fucking Taylor, like hundreds of Taylor in schools, ten meters off the beach, fucking everywhere. I was like, oh, that's right. This coast has fish and fucking and sharks. Yeah, and sharks. <laughs> but uh, anyway, the so I came in and then. Uh, Georgia got that wave in and we walked up the fucking stairs, you know, with all the banners and shit. And we're like, we're just going straight through the comp site. And that was basically the end of the day. I'd spent the whole day down there. It blew my mind. Like, I, I couldn't understand it, couldn't fathom it. It was a wild time. But that it was, got me proper frothing. Wild. I was tripping. I was like, I think I'm mates with Barton Lynch. <laughs> I'm glad you made us go first. I'm like, oh, I'm looking forward to Bali. And then you're like, fucking. Fifteen minutes of yeah, just sorry about that. Total bullshit. That's, hopefully that can be edited out. That got me frothing anyway. Got me real frothing. Yeah, that's pretty good froth. That's, that's a big froth. Yeah. If you're not frothing after that, then you got no froth. Um, we need to change the subject. Though. Yeah, I'm going to take a slash and then we'll talk right, about something you, other than surfing. Yeah, that sounds good. Have you got any bar snacks, Gilly? I'd like to bring some. You know bar what? Snacks. I actually do have a bar snack. Go on. Here, here it is for you. Walking up escalators. <laughs> Uh, or, or is it say, moving or not moving? No, it's moving, standing still on escalators. Against like, the grain or with the grain? No, just like with the grain. You're walking, because I catch the train um, to work, you go to Parliament Station. Yep. And I've made a commitment that I'll fucking walk up the escalator. And you see all these Parliament Station's like three stories escalators, aren't Yeah, two. yeah, they just, and everyone just turns up, stands there. It's a fucking long way. Real long. And I just reckon it's weird. Like, I think we've lost the plot. Like, are you saying it's the equivalent of driving your car at walking pace? Yeah. Like you've got a car, don't drive it at walking pace. Yeah, like it's it's there Super to help sick. you get up more efficiently, not to fucking take your lazy ass up the fucking flight of stairs. Like walk, it's fine, it's good for you. Yep. Because I think like, well, I think the guy that I went to the gym with, he's like, you go to the gym for one hour, right? Yep. It's everything you fucking do for the other 99% of your time. That is like gonna make you not healthy or fit or whatever, but just like have a better life potentially. And these fuckers don't walk up the escalator. And like my, I always say to my partner, I'm like, I'll fucking I'll stand on this escalator when I'm dead. 
I'm not fucking. Let's walk. Yeah, keep moving. It's and the I, the park. You know the theory. Oh, change little things like park at the other end of the car park when you go to Woolies and stuff. And you know what? In my unemployment, I found myself doing that quite a lot. You probably got time. Probably because one, I got time. But two, I got a brand new car that I don't want the fucking thing to be get scratched. So I'm happy to park. You it. park deep in the car park. I don't. I sometimes I just park in the reserve opposite. You know, I'll run across the street. We'll just park it in a that's, council park. No, I like that because the, the rest always ask me to go that. get shit. Like I'm always, but I love it. Like, it oh, I want to go down and get the coffee cup from, fuck, I'll go get three. I forgot the last one. I'll go down again. You know, like I like it. It's good to get up and get active. What's what's a bar snack again? Bar snack's just a little mini topic that you've got, you know, we've got one off the wood. We need a little, some nuts, little feeders. You've got oh, anything you want to talk right. about. I'll hit you with one. Go on. Um, Jack Robbo. Will not no, surf no, Margaret no, River. No. You heard it here first. <laughs> no, not a surfing bar snack. <laughs> All right. That's I know that because I've met a guy who rhymes with bat memros. Why? In a spa. <laughs> in a spa at uh, Urban well, Surf. Why, why, why not? He hurt his knee on his last wave when he got beaten by Xavier Huxtable and... He's going to need... He won't surf all of the events in the back end of the year, but he doesn't need to to make the cut or the top five. Does anyone from surfing media listen to one off the wood? None. Mikey not C, a single person. you're listening. All right, I'll give you another bar snack. A person, a friend of mine and yours, you both surfed with her, has this little deal with a guy who we know for a fact he earns sort of 80 to 100 or 80 to 90 grand maximum a year and... He quite likes feet. Got a little feet thing going on. And so once upon a time, this gentleman paid our friend um, a couple hundred bucks to massage the feet for two hours. And now ongoing, they've got a deal. They don't live in the same spot where she will send said person a photo of her feet. Like unasked for, she'll just every week or two send a photo of the feet. He quite likes the soles, but you know, you're into things. And then he just transfers 50 bucks. Yeah. And I sort of said, how do, one, how do I get on this deal? But two, like how many people is he getting feet pics from and how much money is he spending a year? It's interesting. On feet pics. Question. Can we because get a lot of feet in the world. There's 16 billion feet in the world. I feel like I'm on who wants to be a millionaire. I need to phone a friend because yeah. I like... You got... Fucking good on him. If he wants to spend his $50 on getting a feet pic and getting... 200 bucks for two hour foot massage is actually probably pretty, pretty good value. Is I it? got a massage the other day, cost me a hundred and something dollars. So. Yeah, well, you, get, you got paid. She got paid. No, no, I'm saying <laughs> he paid her 200 bucks. That's like yeah. two hours of her work. Yes. Does he want a good looking foot or does he want the foot off a good looking? <laughs> I think it's the foot off the good looking person. Yeah, so he wants he's the like, foot. He, like, it's like, oh, I, he's seen someone that he finds attractive and he wants a picture of their feet. Yep. It's not, it couldn't just be any old foot. Couldn't be any old foot. Couldn't but, be your foot or my foot. But he's, have to be like a, so he's straight, he's into chicks and he wants to, he wants to see the foot of a chick that he's attracted to. Yeah. And, but doesn't have to include the headshot as well. It's like, he'll just get just feet and sometimes like a 10 second video, not like a long video, 10 seconds, just do the feet, maybe wiggle the toes, show the bottom. That's what he's Yeah, but maybe it. it's equivalent of you saying a set of tits. That you just can't like, they have something about them. I was just thinking about tits. Tits are pretty good. Yeah. Like yeah. If someone, tits if, available if for someone free. was randomly yeah. sending you, like, it, it's like, it's how we're brought up. And like, it's totally cultural. If the someone was just sending you like a 
set of her tits every couple of weeks and you'd f- probably flick her $50. Well, and then a 10-second video would be like, fucking you, butte. So what happens if if that... But, um, he, but he doesn't do yeah, that. Yeah, I don't send well, any just money. just because he hasn't found the right person to send it. He Is that the only money. reason you don't do that? It's the only reason I don't receive <laughs> pictures of boobs, yeah. But, but the... Um, I was thinking like she, that she's got to manage that relationship pretty hard because she couldn't be sending a pic every day and him send 50 bucks. You well, know, she's got to find the threshold, but then you want to maximize business. So you want to make some money out of yeah, it. Yeah, but you can mm. take a thousand pics and you've got like three years of just pics and just get them sent. Like people do Yeah, but he can't, aff- can he, he can't afford to do it every day. Yeah, well, just that's all right. Just overload him. But it's up to her because he's not asking for him. She's just sending. You reckon overload? Just go hard. Then he'll decide. Yeah. But you'll probably send him to oblivion. It's like, man <laughs> dies from unknown cause. <laughs> Jerks. <laughs> exactly. Jerk. Oh, we think it might be from an overload of foot pictures. <laughs> jerks. Man jerks himself to death. <laughs> Dehydrated mess. <laughs> we haven't seen uh, John at work for four months. He's fucking just getting too many foot pics. But I don't mind that little setup. And it's like, can guys get on that? How do I get on that train? What's the equivalent? No, I mean, you, maybe someone's into your feet. Your foot's a bit fucked. At the moment, it's swollen, but maybe yeah. that's what they're into. There's a blood blister on it. It's out of shape. Well, what's an OnlyFans, maybe? You could find a couple of people who are after your feet. You only need a couple, don't you? What, would you would you be happy sending your feet or any other? Yeah, well, once upon a time, I had a pair of old work boots for sale for like 50 bucks, $40. And then the guy... Yeah, someone messaged me and asked if I'd throw in some dirty jocks and socks in the boots and he'd pay extra. And I laughed at him and said, ha, lol, no, that was your 50 in. bucks. But then he blocked me. He didn't buy the boots. He said, I wasn't kidding. Like, no need to be harsh about it. I was like, oh, fuck. Sorry, mate. That was my in. I've had it. Yeah, and actually a fair co- comment. Like, this guy wants feet pics. That's Should go back in my gum tree fine. messengers and this find out about that. This guy wants some dirty was undies. That sucks for him, though. Yeah, I feel a bit bad about that, but that's all right. Not my biggest life regret. Any bar snacks, Jacko? I can keep going. I've got more. Bar snacks. I was... Something got me thinking the other day, and this is is probably more of a a question than a, a statement, but... And it's a bit existential but it's kind of fun it's i think it's funny to think about like what if you if you had to say i can't remember where what got me thinking about this but if you had to say like obviously at some point in time the world as we know it is going to end which i would say let's define that as most people on the planet die sort of like 80 90 percent and and life as we know it is just gone. Like call call it, for example, nuclear war. Call it call it an asteroid impact. Call it aliens Wait, invading. So, oh, okay. So not necessarily self destructive. No, just just just, just the end of the world. So call yeah. it whatever you want. Call it the, call it in four um, billion yeah. years when the sun explodes. Like yep. in, inevitably, we're doomed at some point. But so it could be yeah, it could be nuclear war. It could be um, it could be a super volcano, like. That just, I think a super volcano went off not that long ago. Or they had happens every now and then, and it brings an ash cloud that means that you can't, fu- the sunlight doesn't get in, you can't farm anything. Like 80% of the population dies, we start again, kind of thing. Does that, when, into, does that happen in the northern hemisphere and not the southern hemisphere? Like if it's in the north with the Coriolis effect, 
it would surely it would affect one hemisphere more than the other, gravitating towards the poles, sort of thing. Depends how big it is, but when given that it is inevitable that this happens, something happens that just annihilates most of us. What That's a do, big call. What do you think? Well, well it's going to happen eventually. It's definitely inevitable because the sun's going to go. Yeah. But prior to that, something else is likely to happen. So what do you think it would be and and when do you think it would be? What comes like, first? Like, for example, do you think it will be nuclear war in 30 years or do you think it will be asteroid impact in 2,000 years? Sadly, I think if there was odds on this, it would be self-destruction. So someone nukes it, whether it's a mistake or not, I think it'll be self-destruction because that's likely in the next 100 years versus volcanoes which are on a different time zone. Like... That Mount Gambier volcano that everyone says is extinct mm. went off four and a half thousand years ago, and yeah, it's been exactly. going yeah. on and it's been going on for a million years. Yeah. So it's like a million years versus four and a half thousand. It's a tiny yeah. percentage. So it's not actually inactive. It's just having a little nap well, time. Ye- Yellowstone's a super volcano yeah. that pretty much destroys the planet, and I think it goes off every six hundred eight six hundred to eight hundred thousand years. Yeah. And it hasn't gone off for six hundred thousand years. Yeah. So we're now in the fucking Yellowstone go off period. Which yep. is two hundred thousand years long. Yeah. So we we'll probably be fine. Our kids will be fine. Kids, kids, blah blah blah. But you might find that in five thousand years or ten thousand years, Yellowstone's full and the whole planet is so I think later. we're gonna make a mistake because the way what could happen tomorrow well science from 120 years ago 1900 <laughs> like we were running around we, hopefully andy gets this edited and released before it goes off yeah that's right but, it, but if I'm hearing this you're part of the few that remain <laughs> yeah. lucky bastards i used to dream about that shit happening after reading those um John Marsden's books, the Tomorrow When the War Began. Yeah, good book. Yeah. Oh, I said dream. Like that was my dream. I was like, I hope shit. So we just get invaded and no one has to go out to school or work. And it's like, I'm sorted. I know I've got the creek. I can get to the bay in Melbourne. I can get to the city all underground basically via Dandenong Creek. I've got <laughs> firearms, enough firearms and ammo around the place and enough know-how that I'll fucking got myself i literally used to dream about it. i love those books because i was like fuck going to school like let's just yeah have a little shootout and go camping forever is it what's the will like, smith movie like yes. i am legend like yeah oh, that I kind of stuff that. does excite you when you're just you're the only person like, left and you can just like you you go jump in like a helicopter and work out how to fly it and go fucking nice it's like it doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter it's like have yeah. a crack or have a crack at surviving <laughs> yeah. so oh well she'll be right but i reckon um i actually think what's gonna bring us down is solar flares I reckon the last solar flare was early, like maybe in the 20s, 1918 maybe. And it like fucked up a whole of stuff. And all it is, is like a little storm on the sun blasting solar radiation. And it sent down all the power lines and stuff. And in 1918, not a lot of shit ran off power, but everything is electrical today. Mm. And for us to have a solar storm, and, and obviously it depends on which country, which part of earth is facing the sun at the time as to who cops it. But it's going to knock out communications, like burn up all our infrastructure that we've got. Like everything's running yeah, electrical. Yeah, I've read like a little bit about the potential yeah. of a bad solar flare. It's like yeah. an EMP. It's yeah. everything electrical just um, fries. Fries. And like we we are not ready for it. Like a hundred years ago, people were fine. They're like, oh yeah, we'll just have candles tonight. 
that's fine. We'll have we'll light the fireplace for warmth tonight. No yeah. worries. People are not ready for it. Your car is fucked. Like your car is fried. It's not about oh we can still drive the car. It's like the car is done. Yeah. Completely fried. Every car is done. No transport. No phones. No communication. Nothing. And it's like people are not prepared for this. But the John Marsden, you know, enthusiasts amongst us are still prepared. Yeah. I still still own every firearm that I did back in that day. I know what's going on. Hundred percent. I know where Dandenong Creek is. That's what I reckon is going to be the next big thing that rocks us and makes us change our thoughts around surviving Solid the next player. 500 years. Matt Gill. Too much reliability on electric. Yeah, we're fucked. Yeah. You're probably right, but you can't spend too long thinking about yeah, it. No, but how's it, how, when and how is it all going to go south for us? No, I'm worried about those um, little asteroid, the one coming down that we can't shoot it out and just... Oh yeah, the asteroid that we can't deflect. Yeah, yeah. And that, like there's always those, but like the thing is, there'll be someone out there who's like looking in a telescope and knows more than they're letting on. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's what I always think. It's like, do they tell us it. what happens Fuck, if it's nah, coming? You don't, and, and you feel sorry for that person. That fucking someone out there right now knows know something that could be informative for this conversation, but also make us all freak the fuck out. And they're like, nah. Are we being managed? Do you still think we're being managed? Yeah. There's enough citizen scientists with eyes on the sky. Like a lot of these asteroids get are getting discovered by local by like punters. Yeah, yeah. time. Yeah, look, who knows? Because there's a lot of stuff. The problem is you can't work out what the conspiracies are and what's real, and then they're probably all real. Is probably conspiracies, but someone out there is like, oh, these guys are fucked. But SpaceX has um, got clearance to launch their their brand new rocket on monday the starship which is pretty cool to what what is it it's um it's the it's the rocket ship that they're i think planning to take to mars and put a human on mars with who wasn't nasa doing a mars experiment this week i saw they they're doing nasa are going to the moon that's the Losers. next thing yeah they've fucking doing old news fuck but why haven't we been to the moon since 1972? This shit blows my mind. Because it's expensive. And you don't like to send a drone there. It's expensive. <laughs> yeah. Heaps yeah. of shit's expensive. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. That's why I'm not there. Yeah. And it sucks. You would have thought that there'd be a bit more action on the moon. Because I think they went there and realized that it was just for political gain and there wasn't much to be done. Quite. There's, there's a mission going to the moon soon with an Australian female astronaut on board and they are not stopping and getting off on the moon they're going around it slingshot style yeah like fuck off we've just gone we've for a already quick landed on the moon and we're like Why are they 50 doing that? years later 60 probably 70 years later when was it 69 69 was the first one yeah. 72 was the last yeah so we're a long way on from that and we're we're not landing on the moon. we're going all the way to the moon but we're not we're not stopping for a, a like a little potter around on the moon cup of tea. That's like when your parents used to drive past Maccas at Glen Rowan on yeah. the way back from the snow. Bullshit. You're it's like, no, up. we've it's just driven past. We've got to stop for Maccas. Would you go on one of the, um, the like the you know civilian um, plane or flights to the moon or because aren't they doing that? They're like, that's yeah, what, yeah. That's what SpaceX is. You'd be able to like buy tickets. Yeah, you should like, yeah. fucking. If you're rich, you can go to the moon. Mate, I've not been to Europe. What? Ever. Nah. What do you mean? 
Well, I've not been there. Just Why as not? you've not been to the moon. I've not been to Europe. Where have you been? I yeah. probably need to have go there Have you been first. to the Northern Hemisphere? Uh, yeah, I've been to America and Canada. Yeah, just not Europe. Fiji, where's that? I think that's Southern. You're um, racist, mate. No, no, just haven't quite got there. Oh, a bit overwhelming. <laughs> it just seems like the plane a lot flight's there. overwhelming, or no? Nah, what to do? Time, you know, I've got nothing but time at the moment. I'll probably go in August. That's it. I'm going in August. I'm there. Look out, Europe. Yeah, I'm coming. I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's churches. Churches. Yeah. You have said he specifically yeah. that. Although that was in regards to planning your honeymoon. That I you reckon. Didn't want to go on it. I reckon you'd enjoy yourself in Europe. Yeah, you've got to you got to go there with purpose though, and probably not seeing. Churches. I just imagine that I'd go with a partner. Yeah, that's probably the biggest reason. Yeah, it is. It's, a, yeah. Yeah. it's like uh, I'm not I'm not 20. I spent my 20s traveling around Australia in a Forby in a 60 series rather than going to Europe when everyone else went. And I feel like that was a great trade off that I paid dividends into my future. But I don't. Yeah, I'll get yeah, to Europe fuck eventually. Europe. Yeah, I'll Who go. Cares? Yeah, whatever. It yeah. Doesn't even matter. We that don't have any sucks. European right. followers. Uh, remember how that vertigo? Yeah, back. Not back. Not gone. Just learnt to live with it, and I've you still got it. I'm embracing it because I realised that the vape. You know, you get on the vape occasionally, and it gives you a little head spin, but it costs you like popcorn lung tax, and it's not good. <laughs> yeah, or like COVID at a wedding or whatever it might be. A popcorn lung tax. Yeah, and it's not it's not good for you. But I realise I get the same deal out of this vertigo thing. I just know how to manage it. I know which way to lie, which direction, and I've got my balance back so I can deal with it. But if I lie down and turn my head to the right, I'll get a head spin like a vape and it's free and my lungs don't suffer. So I'm actually, I'm living, I'm, I'm embracing the vapor go. Have you got vertigo right now? Nah, because I'm All not right. moving. But if I, I can get it, I can have a little head spin and, and I now I don't fight it, I enjoy it. Enjoy so the head I, I imagine yeah. that I imagine a head spin that makes me feel nauseous. It doesn't make you feel nauseous. Makes you feel nauseous because you're fighting it. But when you enjoy it, like you know, a big hit on the vape or a big big hit of the spliff or something, and you're like, oh, yeah, this is all right. This is going to lead to better things. And I know it ends. Sounds like an incredibly positive spin on something shit. Basically, I've chosen fun. Yeah, is it enough. ever going to get better? You're just stuck with vertigo. I thought it would. They gave me exercises to do, and I was doing them, but then I got bored of them and I stopped. They did help though. Yeah, there you so go. So I feel like I could get rid of it if I wanted to. Yeah. Nah, but then you'd have you can't get it back. It's Can I get it? Well, yeah. How do I get it? If it's not debilitating, how do you get vertigo? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you've got to fuck your inner ear. Try hitting your head really hard <laughs> on something. Right. Yeah. Sick. It's better for you. CTE is better for you than popcorn lung. I've hit my head pretty hard a lot. Yeah. But I'm I'm clear of vertigo, thank fuck. I don't I haven't really hit my head, so I have to have a go. Um yeah, definitely try it. Jack, the other thing I want to talk about. You wrote you told me this. What was this for? Uni? University? Yeah. Uni. So thesis. You've done a you're a qualified aerospace engineer. Yep. Or thereabouts. And your uni thesis, you surprised me with the other day. You wrote it about a new design for surfboard fins. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily I wasn't the first person to think of doing something like this on a surfboard fin, but it's it's never I think very few people have really ever pursued it seriously and it's it's still to this day something that's not been um 
successfully taken to market. So the paper is called Surfboard Fin Optimization Using Biomimicry of the Humpback Whale Flipper. Yeah. Yeah. What year was this? It doesn't say it on here. Oh, it would have been 2014, 15. Okay. And did it get peer-reviewed? Um, or does it go just to to the lecturer? It would have, it would have <gasps> been probably not peer-reviewed it was never published in a journal or anything i never went down that road i got my mark and got out of there so yeah no not probably not peer-reviewed do you want me to read the abstract yeah go on right this is the abstract of the paper because you sent this to me today i was quite interested i love a bit <laughs> of science <laughs> right the abstract the sport of surfing is highly progressive. Athletes ranging from the full-time professional to the casual weekend surfer are constantly seeking out equipment that will take their surfing to the next level. This paper examines how the addition of tubercles, how do you say that? Tubercles. Tubercles. Ah, oh, it is. There's no R. Tubercles to a standard surfboard fin affect performance with respect to lift and drag, computational fluid dynamics, wind tunnel force testing, and water tunnel flow visualization are used to analyze two prototype fins and compare their performance with a standard fin the three methods produce a range of results in which tubercles are shown to both be beneficial and detrimental to the performance in particular circumstances and the possible reasons for these outcomes are discussed now someone who's written a high performance paper on surfboard performance it really did surprise me that you were still surfing those shipboards <laughs> you you hadn't thought the equipment needs a change but that aside what is a tubercle yeah a tubercle is the um i suppose yeah if you if you can't visualize it like if 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 you know a humpback whale and you know that you you kind of know what their flipper looks like as in their arm the the so thing that the pectoral flipper, so yeah, the pectoral steering, the big flipper. It's got um, it. It essentially is like geometry that looks like a, a sine wave, and yep. it it's it creates ridges along the the leading edge of the um, the fin or the flipper, like for a the serrated knife whale. almost. Yeah, like, like a serrated pegs. knife. And if you were to if you were to do that on a you know a surfboard fin or or the wing of a plane you'd, you'd be creating that serration kind of effect um so yeah that's a tubercle i suppose is is a um yeah like a sinusoidal kind of ge- geometry on the leading edge of a a lift device which if you looked at a plane and it had those on the wing you'd be like this plane looks like it's been sketched by a kid and just yeah, made yeah. it yeah, doesn't it make gnarly. sense but our planes, the passenger planes that we get in, are made to fly in straight lines. Basically, take yeah. off, fly straight, go down. Yep. They're not made for acrobatics. But the humpback whale, why does it need such a crazy fin design? Well, the th- the theory goes that you know, then this exists in in sort of nature across the board. It's like all all the all the animals that exist and all the I suppose the plants as well have. Um, if you believe what Charles Darwin taught us, have evolved over millions of years to be sort of perfect at at what they do in nature, and that might be like a you know an apex predator, like a great white shark, 
or it could be you know a giraffe is is the way it is because it i guess it needs to reach leaves or whatever like it's got its own advantage in its environment and a humpback whale has a particular way of hunting and it they're they're the for the size of them they're the most acrobatic whale at that size that exists in the ocean they they're known for being particularly fast and and maneuverable whereas you know you might look at a blue whale not not so much the case but the way that a humpback whale hunts is that it it swims in really tight circles and creates bubble nets that sort of trap um whatever it is that it eats i forget what it is but prawn shrimp yeah Yeah, probably probably something like that something that could be trapped by a bubble net (laughs) yeah Yeah, and uh yeah, it's, so it's it's a really acrobatic whale and it's the only whale that has these fins with these tubercles on the leading edge of its flipper. So to be context, how humpback whale, what, 20 metres long, thereabouts? Yeah, it's a good question. Got, prob- probably 15 metres at least. Yeah, 15, 20 could 15, be about 20. right. Don't and they, quote me on it, but they're huge. They're, they're, they're bloody big. Pretty big. And then they swim their circles, the bubble nets that they create, is actually a five-meter diameter circle. Yeah. So you're taking this thing and effectively turning yeah, it. Yeah, really, a, a really, really, really tight, tight circle. Really tight turning radius for a, a mammal that big. Yep. So they, they're, they're fanging around in really tight tight circles to catch prey. And just generally speaking, they yeah, they're anecdotally known for being very acrobatic and maneuverable in the water. Yep. Which is what sort of led to the, I suppose, um, hypothesis that the the reason for this is the the design, if you want to call it that, or the evolution of their, um, their God's design. Fin. Yeah. I prefer to use yes. God's design. God's design. I prefer to use yeah. that. Yeah, and it's a really cool. Um, what would you call it? It's a really cool sort of space in engineering where you can you can just look to nature and go how can i improve something that you know that we use every day with by making it more like you know by more more like something that exists in nature and there's there's a lot of examples of that if you sort of google biomimicry you'll find it everywhere and and nature more often than not has done it better than than you ever will or, or you you can at least learn from it like a plane wing being hollow like the hollow bones of a bird and exactly the same shape to create lift it's like well they can fly yeah. let's just make that up yeah make a wing that looks shaped yeah. like theirs to create lift and that like jokes aside that is fucking wild that nature figured this out accidentally by like by millions of years of evolution of yeah. evolution of accidental slight changes in dna or like an animal shape or you know tails disappear tails grow like thumbs orientate different like that's nuts that we figured it all out accidentally and then humans mm. we're trying to recreate things like look at robots and how shit they are at like grabbing things yeah, yeah. dexterity and it's like oh this animal has figured that out. Yeah, it's really difficult for us to. Yeah, there's still so many things that that we're trying to to use biomimetics to to do better. You know, like uh, there's a, there's a famous um, video. You've probably seen it like going around social media of a. I don't know what type of bird it is, but it's like a it's a big bird, like a hawk or an eagle or something, and it's 
and its body's like gyrating around and its head's perfectly still. Oh, yeah, yeah. And its head yep. looks like it's on a gyro. Yep. And we've, we have invented the gyro, but like for millions of years, the gyro exists on this animal and it's like, it, it's, a, it's incredible. You watch it and the whole, everything's moving. Except the head. Except is the head is just pinned and locked onto prey or whatever it is. How do, how do we actually, how did we take the dynamics or the like structure of that animal and turn it into a gyro? Did it work know. that way I, or did I we invent it separately? I think that wasn't necessarily copying the, the, the mechanics of a bird. I think that we just created a gyro. Um, Surely that's proof of concept. If it works on a fucking bird, we can make it. Yeah, work on it. It's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's like flying. Because I, th- I think in that in that particular situation, there's probably a lot in um, like learned learned movement. Like it's probably in yeah. the, more in it might be more in the brain of the animal than necessarily the mechanics. Yep. Or it's probably a combination of both. It's whereas this this is this is strictly mechanical. You know, like looking at the the humpback whale flipper, it's like, all right, well, why can the humpback whale turn so tightly? Why has it got these serrations or tubercles on its leading edge, and no other whale does? Why? And this whale can is way more acrobatic, can turn tighter arcs than any other whale. And it's also not like sort of say, well, you don't see this on the leading edge of a plane, but what what these tubercles do is they generate vortices over the, the, the foil or the, the shape of the flipper, which is, you know, the, the lift-creating device for the whale. And what we've done with planes over the years is we've generated vortices, but we've done it in a different way. So rather than the complex geometry, which is expensive to manufacture, like a leading edge of a, of a humpback whale fin, we've put these little vortex generators that are on the just just behind the leading edge of a wing and they're like a little um, sort of tiny little fin that sort of poke up and that'll disturb the flow of the air as it comes over the top of the wing and it'll do a very similar job <laughs> to the the tubercle, which so is to generate a vortex and create, um, which is getting very technical, but it'll keep the boundary layer attached to the lifting device for longer at higher angles of attack, which in turn gives you more lift at higher angles of attack. As soon as your boundary layer separates... Or the same drag? Yeah, not necessarily. No, it's all a drag. It's always the, the trade-off. How much lift can you generate and how much how much drag are you inducing as a result of that? So it's... it. it I suppose that, yeah, and the results of, that I got with my paper were they certainly indicated that it's an interesting topic worth researching more but it's it's by no means um it, it it's definitely you would definitely wouldn't walk away and go oh this is this is a great idea it's just it's interesting and i think it it's it's deserved of more research for sure yeah the two two things i thought of one was the, you say the cost of manufacturing, right? So you've got a straight edge versus a sine wave, so a symmetrical wavy thing that yeah. you know over the length of a flipper might have 20 ups and downs, peaks and troughs in it yep. or more. But you actually did the experiment with doubling or tripling that, so putting in 100 peaks and troughs 
increasing the frequency of them. Yep. And you found that it was better or worse? It was, I think in some cases it, it was better and, and in, other, in like certain aspects it was better, certain aspects it wasn't. And it was, again, it was all about trade-offs, I think. And I did computational fluid dynamics. So I did, the, I did it purely on a computer using yeah CFD, computational fluid, fluid dynamics. Then I did it in a water tunnel and I did it in a wind tunnel. And all of those are different ways that you can you can measure results and with the computational method that's sort of useless to you without validation because what what happens on a computer you need to say well it's like all right well what how are we going to believe what the computer tells us because you, you would go all right well we got the same results in a wind tunnel or we got the same results in a water tunnel and the my it, my cfd method like cfd is is a difficult sort of it's a it's a really difficult nut to crack and i i got fairly um i think my results thinking a long way back but i think they were quite different to the wind tunnel and those two were those two experiments were run at similar reynolds numbers what's that that, this is the bit i was confused about what the fuck is a reynolds number so this is where the paper lost me yeah the reynolds number is like a bit of fluid (laughs) mechanics wizardry where you sort of you can scale what's the best way to explain it you can sort of you can take something like a say a fighter jet which operates in air and then you could take that fighter jet which might be you know 20 meters long and then you could make a model of that fighter jet that might be a couple of meters long and you could put the fighter jet in a water tunnel which you know planes don't fly in water but in in terms of fluid mechanics air is a fluid water is a fluid air is less dense than water it makes no difference it's all fluid yeah so reynolds number is a way of going reynolds number sort of and like i i i might be sort of, this is just layman's terms and i'm probably getting this a little bit wrong but if you say it with confidence it doesn't matter on this podcast yeah <laughs> if he's wrong though right in via um, instagram right in. yeah but just call him out because it's bullshit it's like wasn't his four beers yeah reynolds number relates to the speed of the flow of the fluid the sort of the geometry of your um your model your what you're testing so if you take something that's 20 meters long in air that for a fighter jet might be moving at you know the air might be moving at you know i don't know thousands of meters per second if it's a fighter jet or, you know, it's, it's moving quickly anyway. And then you bring that down to a more, far more dense fluid like water and you scale the size of the jet. Your Reynolds, you might be able to test then a fighter jet in a water tunnel at one meter per second. And it might be equivalent to testing a full-scale fighter jet in a wind tunnel at a thousand meters per second. Yep. So Reynolds number is like, as long as in, air, in this, this fluid, fluid mechanics area, when you're speaking to aerospace people, you, it's like, all right, well, is your Reynolds number comparable to reality? Yeah. And the reason they do that is because 
it's hard to take data off something that's going at yeah. hundreds of meters a second versus you can watch a wind tunnel in yeah. front of you at one meter a second and take data points. How can I More. how can I test my and and I tested these fins at the um, DSTO water tunnel DS or it's DSTG now, so Where's which that? is the defense uh, science and technology group now. So I, I paid for that testing effect. Pre- previously organization, yeah. Taxpayer yep. money. Yeah. You're guilty testing surfing. Not at fins. the moment. Well, no, it's just not this year. Cough. It's like you and your four beers and you don't pay <laughs> tax, mate. Yeah. Well, we need a bullshit da in this. But podcast. yeah, so tested these fins in this water tunnel, which is used by defense. And RMIT, my university, had a relationship with um, DSTO and went there and and the bloke who was helping me with my experiment was like showing me um like I'm pretty sure they were testing the joint strike fighter at the time in the water tunnel, which is like, you know, multi million dollar like multi multinational invested like billion maybe trillion dollar project on this this the most advanced fighter jet in the world that exists today. They had a model of that, that they had in the water tunnel. Yep. And your dodgy <laughs> dodgy humpback whale fin. Well, you know, putting mayo on it. Like pull, one day pull, pull, someone's gonna pay a lot of money. Out. Pull that out and put in my surfboard fin. Yep. So it was pretty cool and I was using some like high-end, you know, like really good gear for testing and it like the results were, were like really interesting. You know, it, it, it certainly showed that you do get less boundary separation at higher angles of attack in, in certain aspects, but there was also... You know, there was also an increase in drag, and it's sort of it's so difficult to then take that highly controlled experimental situation and think about how that would really affect a surfer in reality in the highly dynamic environment of surfing. It's like, all right, like put these ripples on the leading edge of a fin like what what is what is what effect is that really like we can test it in a wind tunnel test in a water tunnel but but what is it really going to do to a surfboard fin and is it worth it and you know can we improve performance and and have a marketable product i i don't know i feel like it's still not been researched and tested enough to truly answer that question but at the moment you would say there's probably not you don't get enough out of it for it to be worthwhile okay. because so, it doesn't exist in the market but that that might be a, a pessimistic view and it might just be that no one's worked it out yet yeah the, with the the engineering perspective of making more ripples i think translate that to the humpback whale where if they'd evolved to have lots of little ribs then they probably wear them down catch them on things when they bump into stuff like it doesn't yeah. make sense. There's a balance. Yeah, that and trade-off. and the and the humpback whale is is again as we said twenty meters long and, yep. um, you know, so we're talking of different scales. So what works and and then what the humpback whale does is highly specific to what the humpback whale does. So then taking that to a surfboard fin, it's like, well, all right, scale that, put it on a surfboard fin. But it's like, yes, what you're trying to do on a surfboard fin, surfboard isn't what a humpback whale is trying to do, but then with that inspiration tailor it for the surfing application and yep. i think that is that is the that's the idea and i think there is definitely things that we can do to surfboard fins 
because they're still, you know, you see Tom Curran. He's got some pretty whack fins on. He surfs them. They're like mm. got weird square edges on them and shit. Like there's there's certainly things we can do. But I my I reckon the high end of surfing. Yes, there's there's the ability to give someone this, but the surfers like these high end surfers can adapt to anything. I've seen Taj Bar or Kelly surf a door in some film years ago. Yeah, like, they're not going to surf that can, in competition. They're not going to surf in competition, but they can adapt to the craft and to know the craft. And it's like, yes, if we had the perfect wave with dead flat glassy water, perfect, then we want to optimize the fin. You know, you've got a dead flat racetrack at Formula One, like you've got a plane that's flying in one straight line. But with waves, like you look at Winky, you're going to have one wave that's perfectly glassy. The next wave is breaking where the last one broke, so it's all foamy. So you're not having the same fluid, and it's more about the surfer working with what they've got and doing the best with what they're actually on, so knowing their boards. Mm. I think that there's one thing to optimise. Okay, in a perfect world, if we were shooting archery, we just... Everything is um, mitigated. It's just you lining it up, and we want to make this arrow go as straight as possible. There's no flair and finesse in it in terms of... Yeah. work adaptability on the spot and work with you. So you want something that's consistent yeah. in that. And I have this thing with, and with surfboards. If I look at them and they look good, like they look like nature. I mean, if you look at a surfboard on top, it looks like the outline of a great white shark or of a dolphin. And yeah. the fins look similar to a dolphin because they're going through fluid at similar speeds. And it's like, if they look good, then it'll go good. If you get a dolphin that's all fucking weird looking it's not going to swim as fast yeah. it's not and, and to, work as well. I guess in that vein then a surfboard fin with some some sort of ripples in it a bit like armback whale fin would would look out of place no it wouldn't but it wouldn't necessarily give you I think it wouldn't change performance significantly I think it would it would look interesting, and it would probably perform almost identically. That is, that is a that's like that's a suspicion I have, yep. which is like it 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 might be in certain in certain points in a turn, it might be getting you more a slightly more lift, but I think it, the like the, it'd be negligible. You might not notice it, and to manufacture these fins would be more expensive. They'd cost more, blah blah blah. But we live in a world full of fuckwits who would pay for this shit anyway. So if you can market it, just look at golf that's where clubs. that's where my head's Every at. Year, golf back, clubs. If I can sell, if I could, yep. and I was always of the thought that if I could sell these fins and they perform at least as good and potentially be, they're not worse and they might be better. There'll be fucking idiots out there who'll buy them. The diminishing returns principle. You want to be marketing to that top yeah, end. We're talking about heaps premium of wine. Dumb product out there. Plus wine bottle. That's Your eighty dollar yeah, plus. Fuck. It does the same job. We get a little pissed. It's made of grapes. And how how like surfers are so earthy and like oh man you know this is yeah, like re- a humpback whale and I just it's fucking material. Like you'd you'd have surfers selling it for you. They'd be yep. full of shit. They'd be like oh yeah. mate you wouldn't believe how well these ripples go. <laughs> be like yeah fuck off mate. They like yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. The, the the golfers when it's going to turn into a surfing's turning into a golf sport we've basically got driving range being built around it Perth's getting a better driving range than the the Melbourne one you know like we've got wave pools we could just put golf board ripple on the outside of a surfboard well they did that Josh Kerr did that did he yeah um, I can't remember who built the fins maybe lost 
uh, Mayhem lost did him, but they yeah he's got him got like the, it makes sense yeah yeah on does. the outside yeah. but uh, you know there's, there's there's things on on planes this is uh, hopefully you've got some plane questions Gilly because I I wonder about planes like I got on a plane the other day it was one of those small ones I don't know which ones they but you know there's a row down the middle not a proper big one and they'd redone the backs of the seats so there was a USB plug and you could put an iPad in it like so that they didn't have screens in the back of the seats. And I was like, how fucking old is this plane? Like I'm looking at the carpet oh, and I'm like, no, yeah, I, I was like, this part. fucking plane is old as shit, yeah. but it's got a USB port. So it's making it look a bit flash. They might've put new seats in it and LEDs. I'm like this plane, if I got in this fucking plane mm. and it was my mate's car, I'd be like, this piece of shit doesn't have power steering. It doesn't have airbags. I'm like, we're going to fucking die if yeah. we hit anything. Like, it's oh, I thought you were going to ask horrible. him about the seat. Like, <laughs> like, mate, you can ask about the seat. Fucking irrelevant the seat was. But I get where you're No, gone. like these, and I, I swear, like, if you, we get in these planes that are taking us into the fucking sky where we're not meant to be. How And if long? you got into an 85 Pintara, and this in Pintara, you'd be like, this piece of shit, I'm holding on. Like, is, yeah. is your question, how long does a plane last? Yeah, why, what the fuck? And why do we ignore it? How long a lot are of really planes? old planes getting around out there. Um, we choose to ignore it, don't we? Because it's fucking basically yeah, time travel or, the, or teleporting for us. The airlines got. that you'd be used to flying on a flying planes they're flying the shit out of them to the point where i i don't think well, i only fly Qantas these days i don't think their planes last last like a like jetstar tiger whatever whoever you want to call it those they're, they're not letting their planes rest they're flying Bonza. the shit out of them and then there's only like they have a, a maximum number of cycles and then basically they're rubbish how long? So what, I don't. I, it's a good question. I would say, like, if, if an airline flying a plane flat out, maybe ten years. Yeah, because I just look. But at... That, but then an airplane not being flown flat out by an airline, like, you know, my 20. company flies planes that are probably nineties. Nineties. You get a nine, yeah. thirty years there's, old. There's planes. The US, the US Navy, not US Navy, Air Force is flying. US Navy's flying <laughs> a few ships. Well, US, US Navy, the US Navy's got a lot of aircraft because they've got aircraft carriers. dynamics. But uh, yeah, you seen Top Gun? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The what was I saying? How old US Navy's yeah, got the, old planes? The US Air Force is flying a, one of their bombers is almost a hundred years old. Yeah, fuck that. It's like a not. It's like the whatever it is, the B B two or the B fifty two. I can't remember, but it's like it's like eighty years old and it still goes goes strong. They've upgraded the avionics in it, but yeah, does it? The what, shell what, is there. I got one for you. If you. This is what everyone thinks. You know, you get into your plane, you sit down, you're like, fuck, I'm looking forward. I'll put my podcast on. You take off, you hear noises, you're fucking dropping out of the sky, your heart's starting to raise, like, I think we're going down. Like, I'll send mum and dad a text, like, love your mum, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Have you done this? Have you actually nah, said that? Do you know what? I, I actually sent a text. I actually used to fucking hate it. And then I've just accepted it. I'm like, if I'm going down a plane crash... Enjoy it. Fucking fine. Like, I can't yeah. do anything about it. And then I quite like the bumps. But yes. what, what in this a plane... This is me with the vertigo. I've, ado- yeah, yeah, I've adapted to enjoy. 
what in a plane environment like would get you because you know planes better than most would get you going oh fuck like I actually should text mum like what point do you text mum you've got to like is it when it's going down Are you, is it just a little do you, drop you pre-type the text obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe a group I've message I've never really had access to text when I'm flying yeah, but like the takeoff bit, you can you still can, get there's it. A, there's a note for everyone. Because <laughs> no one turns their phone Don't on. Don't put fucking, your, plane, your phone on, no, play, never. on flight I'm mode. I'm text messages like from fucking 10,000 feet. It's like, yo, what's up? The Perth to WA flight <laughs> yeah, goes all, mostly across the ocean. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. To Mount Gambier, you still get reception. And, That's and bullshit too. Yeah, there's yeah, no way you need to be turning your phone off. Like this thing doesn't need, isn't going to be fucked by me because I've flown a lot of the times yep. and I've never... T- oh, you turn it off. I, I forget so much. occasionally. A friend yeah. of mine who taught me about the not getting parking tickets in Perth mm. taught me also about that. She's like, she used to fly for um, work. Nah, she played hockey. So she was always flying everywhere. Yeah. And she was like, don't turn your phone off. Like, fuck it. It's just stupid. It's now, sometimes thing. I go there with two laptops and a fucking phone. I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I'm coming in hot. I'm making it's deals. He's <laughs> going down. I've got to get this tender in. It has to happen. No, I need Wi-Fi. I, I just would wonder, like, at what point do you should you freak out? Do you uh, freak out? No, nah, n- never. I, I enjoy it. I'm the, like, like I said about those John Marsden books. It's like, I think I'm excited about the anarchy. Lost. The chaos excites me. It's like, I, I just want life to throw me curveballs and then I want to jump in and be like, all right, I can deal with whatever's coming. I can deal with it and I enjoy it. But it's just like, you know, what you don't necessarily go and put yourself in a shit situation like that. But yeah, I, I, so no, I don't scare, get scared about it. I'm like, I watched that movie Alive, like as a kid, heaps, you know, when they crashed in the Andes with the, that um, rugby team. Yeah. And I was like, I just kind of wanted that shit to happen. I was like, I don't want people to die, but it's like, yeah, this would be sick. We're just camping in a fucking airplane body in the snow. Like how good? Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's cool thinking about having your life flipped upside down because it's just like <laughs> the chaos. Okay, machine. so yeah. at no point should you yeah, be worried so because you actually gotta, you should be looking forward to crashing. Is you got to answer hearing. that question, Jack. At what point? What noise in yeah, the like, aircraft takeoff? Do we like get scared and go? Oh, that wasn't meant to go bang or crack or that, or do we just wait until a window blows out and people are getting when, sucked when out the of air hostess says? By the way. Uh, grab your life jackets. Like yeah. that, before you answer this, and you can have a bit life jackets. Like On a plane. Fuck me, honestly. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't care where the life jackets. I'm so <laughs> fucked. We're in the water. Like it would be, it would be really funny to do a, a little like research project and go, how many planes have crashed in water where the life jackets have been required? Used like the Hudson, old mate. Yeah, they didn't who, use them. Who was that guy? What's his name? You wouldn't Terry. use it yet, but no, they didn't, they, mo- almost everybody got out on the it's wing gully. without a life jacket on. Yeah. And that that was that's used to this date. Like what I've been in... And it was freezing cold. Think, yeah, like things where the regulator or they're, they're talking about, like they've they've looked at that and gone, this is a... Because that's a really, really interesting case study of like, oh shit, a plane's gone down in water. Yeah. Let's see what... Here's what all, here's all the do? shit we tell the life... Uh, the the flight attendants to do like evacuate, evacuate, yeah. evacuate. Put your life jackets on. Get out here, blah blah blah. And it's like, all right, what what actually fucking happened when the plane went down in water? Everybody got out and it was pretty successful, but nobody was wearing a life jacket. <laughs> yeah, and it was convenient. It was the Hudson. There was boats everywhere. 
I think a couple of people actually jumped off the wing into the water, maybe. I just and know that, from the and movie. And they, they, they were the people that were most likely to die because of hypothermia. But, yeah, it was interesting. I think the life jackets were sort of irrelevant. Nobody died. What about a little euthanasia injection under the seat instead of the life You'd jacket? You'd find people would like use, a it, tap out. Re- use it regardless no. of... Yeah, it's an opportunity. Yeah. Just, you just, or like it's yeah. a little lolly bag or something. We, it's like, we've hey, lost, <laughs> we've lost aisle seven, row E. What yeah. fucking taking the euthanasia? Yeah. It's like fuck. We said only if you drop into the ocean, you meant to do that. It's pretty dark, but you'd find that like ten percent of every long haul flight was just yeah. suicide. No more this flight. You're like fuck. We're losing quite a few <laughs> bookings. Have gone up. But just <laughs> real old fuckers coming on. John, yeah. are you here for a flight? Well, I might. Wait, I'm making it to Bali. <laughs> Uh, why the are you last cap to go and no. just on repeat? What about lolly bag? What would you replace the life jacket with? Just like a, you know, you go down, so you, so the like the pilot unlocks it when it's you hit. All right, everybody reach under the seat. You're welcome. You find your farewell bag is available, and you open it up, and it's like you know some like lint chocolates because they're always nice. Yeah. You know, like oh, little fucking a dark a caramel a fucking white one survival kit. I no, no one's surviving. Like, yeah, no, because then give vape, you a bit of hope. You know? you no, no, you want a survival kit and you want a you're not surviving kit. Yeah, they're not surviving yeah. kit. That's what I reckon. So it's like re- I can only imagine it'd be windy. We're all like, going down. We've released the want? non-survival kits. You've got your lint chocolates. You've got a pocket knife so you can cut your own wrists if you like. Um, and there's a vape in there if anyone wants one last head spin. Old mate, old mate to be desperate for a foot pick. A couple of, just a durry each. <laughs> like, your yeah, mate durry, like, yeah, like, we know we said there was no smoking, durry. but in 1970, we thought it was a good idea to leave some Benson hedges in there. D- durry, a foot pick. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, just yeah. on a... On a Toenails, some yeah. paint your nails. It, what, do, what do you want in your... If you can pick one thing to have under your seat as your plane is crashing in your... You're definitely not surviving, Kit. What do you want in it? What do you want? Just a quick shot of heroin, but like in pill form. I don't want to have to fuck around with the needle or the tourniquet. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd probably second that. Yeah. Heroin. That'd be good. Cause Something it, good because that would fucking surely space yeah. you out. And I'm, I'm, you don't I'm give a curious. Fuck after that. I'd love to know yeah. what a, a nice, proper clean hit of heroin feels like. Yeah, c- good I'm not shit. Gonna, I'm probably not going to do it in any other circumstance. Nah. So. No. A fatal hit of heroin. Yeah. Surely. Like, or, or, yeah, definitely. Xanax. Just straight no, up Xanax. You don't want to calm down. You want to. Calm up. You don't want to calm down. No. You, what do you want to calm up for? You're, you're not swimming for long. You can't. There's just no way. Like, if you're going to use a pill to calm down as you're hurtling towards it, like, you've got it, four minutes. If you go in the tropics, if you go down. Lost. And you get out of yes. the plane and you're in warm water, then what do you need? Well, you're high as fuck because you've just done your first ever <laughs> hit heroin. of heroin. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck, I'm definitely booking this one. Like, you get out and you're like, someone go get firewood. You're like, what would <laughs> oh, I'm warm I feel I'm so warm, warm. It's warm. It's so it's hot good. here <laughs> it's also really itchy <laughs> are there bugs <laughs> there's bugs <laughs> there's fucking bugs <laughs> feeling itchy imagine imagine the heroin yeah you you, you survive the crash and then you you have the heroin come down and you got bugs everywhere. Yeah. And then there'd be the people that didn't do their heroin, but it's like, right, I'm swapping my lint lollies for your heroin. It's like, come on, mum, give up the heroin hit. You've got like the whole plane's 
straighty 180s and you're, like, you're actually like a pretty good pitch for a decent TV show yeah. <laughs> it's called Lost yeah half the plane took the heroin half didn't yeah, yeah. <laughs> see who survives actually the, yeah. like, you go into a set it's like some sort of just chill state just the guys on heroin just sitting there doing nothing everyone else is freaking out could be the answer I think it's the answer um, uh, with like the obviously, if you got in a car today, a Tesla, or even just my Prado, it's a new one. I had a 2013 Prado, I had a 1984 Land Cruiser, and the technology development is fucking wild in them. Given mm. we're not turning over these planes, like has the tech really changed? Commercial airlines, I'm talking about. Yeah, the tech changed heaps. The tech's changed a lot, but what what you do get is yeah, like, it's it's very similar to a car, like the air, the aircraft operators the airlines are buying a brand new plane they're operating it for 10 to 15 years call it and i'm pulling that out of my ass a little bit but i'd say it's pretty close to reality and then they buy a new plane and so towards the end of its life that plane is 10 to 15 years old and then the plane that's 10 to 15 years newer and they will have it will have a load of shit that you know i want 10 to 15 years newer but it's not are the autopilots better now they've got Apple Play reverse cameras, reverse Bluetooth cameras. fucking music. <laughs> the new Boeing has a reverse <laughs> camera. <laughs> That's huge. A lot, of, bar. a lot of it is a lot of it now is about passenger comfort. So the newer planes have a, a lower that they're pressurized to a point where you're in a plane sort of in the nineties, early two thousands maybe. You'd be flying and you'd you'd pull up shitter after a long haul flight because it was like you were you know you were you were kicking around at six or eight thousand feet or or higher even maybe you know low oxygen you mean yeah it's yeah. like you're 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 at altitude and they pressurize the cabin so you might be flying at thirty thousand feet forty thousand feet yep. And the cabin is pressurized, so it's like it's twenty thousand feet. But now they're so pressurizing. Say, the, they're getting. They're building the planes better, so they can pressurize them more, and make it more like you're on the ground. So more pressure means more oxygen. Yeah. But that, the as reason, you go up, as you go up, air gets thin a lot. It's, people it's need not an oxygen. I don't even know if it's well, an oxygen. Just the density thing. of it, because yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. only it's air's only with 25 percent oxygen. Yeah. Most of it's. And you definitely, they're definitely not like. Think. They're not cheaping you on oxygen up there. Yeah. But, but it's more but it is it is altitude. If you it's like, you know, fighters train train for a fight at altitude because it's more difficult. Ox death. So it's like as while you're up there, you're in a environment that's more difficult for you to live in. So you might be at forty thousand feet and the cabin environment is like twenty thousand feet. Now the more modern we get planes, it's like, oh this pl- the new plane's like 10,000 feet, 8,000 feet. Yep. So it's more like you're on the ground. So and, you, the, and you get off the plane, you feel better. Well, why? Like they could have done that. Safety or wise. They could have made them fly quicker. Like the yeah. Concorde was like Making half them fly quicker is, is really problematic. Why? Because of the sonic boom and noise regulations. What? Okay. And, and because. Hold on, and explain that. Give us something about this sonic boom. So it's. If you fly, if you fly above the speed of sound, so pretty much, I would say like your standard long haul flight that's going to Europe or it's going to America, 
is flying at like 900k an hour roughly and then just let's call the yeah. speed of sound roughly like thousand kilometers k's an hour that's what i've always been told as soon as you as soon as you go above the speed of sound you create a sonic boom which is this huge no you ever seen a fighter jet so the noise they make and they yeah and they, it, you hear the sonic boom or it's just the noise they yeah. make. basically it's fucking loud you're not allowed to make that much noise over metro areas so right is it always making that noise yeah, like as soon as it goes past it it will continue to make the noise it doesn't yeah, just i don't think there's i all right I doesn't just boom and then go way, quiet i don't think anybody's worked out a way of flying above the speed of sound without making a yeah. fuckload of noise what about the Con- the concord that was that, a fucking. Yeah. That was a baller aircraft. Baller aircraft. That, that was that sick. ultimately made too much noise. Oh, that's why it went down. I'm pretty sure that was the main reason. It was because like, it was so it was, sick. It just disturbed the fuck. It was so loud. It was like just having a fighter jet fly over your, over the roof of your fucking house all the time. Yeah, that because it looked sick. Flew quickly. Yeah. People wanted to pay for it. I fucking couldn't yeah. understand it, but maybe because old, you know, Cheryl down at fucking 101, you know, Esplanade yeah. doesn't like the and I noise. Think, I think what's being looked at now is is certainly in the high-end market the, the possibility of um, supersonic private jets for the, the very rich and they might fly... You know, you might go and get it from somewhere and it might fly such a route that it, it doesn't, you know, it's not flying over Melbourne, it's not flying over Sydney, it's not flying over LA, New York, whatever. They fl- they they sort of take off from somewhere and get do whatever they do and don't disturb. But there's, there's really, really strict noise regulations that Smart. govern aircraft because yeah. they, they don't, you, you don't want every, there's fuckloads of aircraft flying around everywhere and you can't, you don't hear them. Unless you're really, really close to an airport, it's impressive how quiet they are. What about the, the higher you go above the ground, the air gets thinner, so you have less resistance and less friction, so you can fly faster for less fuel, but it costs fuel to get up, to get elevation. So obviously, yeah. Melbourne to Sydney, you're not going to do it, fuck around. But if you're flying to London, why aren't we making these planes that go up to 50,000 feet and fly in fuck all air at fuck all resistance? They've found the As sweet a- spot. They've already found. They've the optimized spot. it. Yeah, it's about forty thousand feet because you lose oxygen. You need a certain amount of oxygen to combust. To, oh, to get create. Oh, to combust. Yeah, you, oxygen, you, you yeah, have to got go to. You are burning fuel. So why aren't we taking oxygen to burn? Taking fuel like is that, guess, that's just a fucking rocket, isn't it? I've just invented the rocket. Yeah, that's a rocket. Yeah, shit. And yeah. there is actually <laughs> smart. Yeah, it, hydrogen what, and oxygen. What are we? The fifteenth of April, twenty twenty-three. <laughs> about seven thirty in the afternoon, and we've just invented the rocket. Okay, <laughs> but so mate, your do you know what? It's you. actually amazing that you, of all people, could invent the rocket. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty. What? Like it's crazy. That's how evolution works. You've just had a bit of evolution on the podcast. Warren Hepworth has just got the rocket going. All right, so yeah, the rockets. But also, we'll also, so that's the other. Also, air, rockets. Also, aircraft that don't make noise until they get high enough where the noise can't be heard on the ground. Like there's there's a lot of there's a lot of things that you could theoretically, you know, yeah. It's like let's go let's go supersonic, you know, get scramjets happening, etc., and go fucking 
5,000 K an hour yep. once we're at 60,000 feet. Yep. But, yeah. What about, know. like, instead of us trying to travel through space in a faster, in a short amount of time, why don't we dilate the time by just gassing everyone in the plane? Like, they get the anaesthetists yeah, on board. Smart. It's like when you get on the plane, that. that'd be way better. Instead of putting in your fucking luggage is twenty kilos, oh, you stand mate. on the scales, you put 100%. in your biometrics, and it's like, "Welcome, Warren. This is your seat. Please sit they in put your you on a, fucking they put allocated you on a boat seat for three months." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like sit in your allocated seat, or else you might die. And then you, you sit in the seat. Up, you wasted it's like the away. Ma- like it's just the <laughs> matrix. Boop, Perfect. And then boom. Dreamland. And, like, and you wake up and you're at your fucking destination. And it doesn't matter if it takes 24 hours. Like it might later. But, you know, instead of taking fucking 12, we just chill out, yeah, fly but- the plane efficiently, get it there, get everyone off, wake everyone else up, fucking And, I, and you on. just you choose your adventure. We'll t- we'll so it's like, oh, what time. do you want to do? Oh, I want to surf pipeline yep. for the next like four hours on a fucking solid 12, 15 foot swell. And it give me upskill me so I'm not the current skill set I want more skills okay so you can get made. I'd be dying for eight hours I'd be like I don't know if that tech exists but anesthetics already exists like no, it's just dr- gas. this is a dream yeah, like but, I'm but, dreaming for 24 hours you get to choose your dream every, oh you choose every, your dream yeah, every yeah, time mental prep it's mental visualise visualising yeah visualise surfing with Owen Wright and Geordie yeah. Smith and reinventing the yeah. WSL and then it'll be hap- send when him some sort of message good chat I think I might call Barton and ask if I could stay at his house in Hawaii yeah, say so how the well they're in they're in West Oz me, now, aren't they? Bit. Yeah, they're there. I'm not there. He could stay at my house. I could set that up. Yeah, I think swap. he'd love to stay at your place. Probably. There's a surfboard rack there. The Tin Monster and him. The Tin Monster's home. Yeah, Tin Monster. Have I mentioned that he's overstayed his welcome at my house? What do you mean? Well, he, he was a friend of a friend of mine, the Tin Monster, aka Kevin. He um, he, I was asked, uh, "What's up, Jack?" Just a knife. I thought it was a vape. <laughs> no, I don't vape anymore. I just lie down and turn to the right. <laughs> Four beers, don't vape. Don't vape. Net all these pro- Always carry a knife. I'm prepping. No, I'm ready. Yeah. Talk I'm about sure. the tin monster. The tin man. So, yeah, and a friend of a friend's like, do you, I've got, are you still doing Airbnb? My vader mine needs a place for two weeks because he's moving to Perth, get a job in the mines. I was like, oh, yeah, cool. So, this, I was like, no worries, two weeks. This cunt turns up. I gave him an export and some sausages for dinner first night. I was like, where are you working in the mines? Oh, I haven't got a job yet. I was like, do you want a job? He's like, that's the idea. The next morning, I had him a job already. I was like, you can start tomorrow or the next day. It's up to you. And he's out off and running. Anyway, he never moved out. And this week is 210 weeks he's been at my house. That's so funny. He's overstayed his welcome. By 208 weeks. That's a while. Not that necessarily overstayed his welcome, but overstayed the you two know, weeks. the two-week request. Yes. Does he so, listen to the potty? Yeah, occasionally. We got a request. Um, so like, you know, running joke, the, the two weeks notice. And you know, I, I said, look, I might be out this year. I might be moving somewhere else. And he goes, yeah, yeah, just give me two weeks notice and I'll be out. I think he might <laughs> fucking buy my house. <laughs> I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah. He could own it. Well, he's, he's been working the mines for 210 weeks. Yeah. He's, he's probably got cash. Getting the job done. So. What does he do on the mines? Is he driving trucks? A bit or? of everything. Ego. He's a painter, but he hates painting. So he just, you know, he's on all clear moxie. He's a um, bit of poly welding. How's the house? Need a paint or? This, it, he did paint that first week he was there. He gave it a little liquor, liquor paint. Classic. It, pr- 
pretty, if I'm honest, his cutting in wasn't up, really up to scratch. He was lack of enthusiasm after 10 years of painting. Yeah, but, you know, bullshit. it was better than I did it and I didn't pay shit. So, you know. Man. But, it, yeah, it wouldn't be, it would be worth another lick of paint. No, the tin man. The tin man. He's not all bad. How do we get onto the tin man? <laughs> what were we talking about before the tin man? I Probably aeroplanes. Have you got yeah. any aeroplane questions? I've actually, no, that was my aeroplane. That was all I had. I've about. actually got one more thing that I want to talk about that is sort of aeroplane yeah. related. Where is MH370? No. <laughs> Fuck that plane. <laughs> no, but yeah. Someone did. She gone. <laughs> someone it's in really Russia. Is I'm it? sure it's yeah. Putin's private jet. Putin's you reckon they threw a little... Like hair, red herring in the ocean. Disappearing cool. plane is <laughs> fucking loose. Potentially, but here's here's what I reckon. Okay, yep. tell us. You know how there's like drones everywhere. Yep. And no, there's definitely there's without doubt there are drones or drones that could be made that could very easily lift a person. You know, you could yep. get you could get a drone with What's sort of a, a, quad, a quadcopter with sort of maybe five hundred mil props on it. <laughs> you just this is just a Four fucking helicopter. Yeah, like, when is a drone can lift people? When What's your no, point? no. When is a drone what, I'm, what I'm saying is like like at, yeah, at, at, at some point, and if not already, somebody has invented a a drone that you could like fuck just on off the top of my head like. You could put a harness on it, or you could hold onto the fucking thing like it's monkey bars. Or you could stand on and, it, and yeah. I could be like, "All right, I'm going to Geelong for the. I need to go to Geelong, and it's like I'm not. I'm, I'm going as the crow flies on my quadcopter, <laughs> yep. yeah. and I'll be there in fifteen. Like hey, if I'm hanging on to my drone and hanging on to my drone, flying just above all the houses. I'm talking like. 20, oh, 20, meters, 20, 20 meters off no, the ground. I'm on board. I'm on board. I've got. I love I like it, this. but like you want a 20. bit more than fucking your arms. No, but no, but I'm saying, I'm buddy. saying, I'm saying, almost, almost, almost. Come on in, Rach. Quick, come here. Not have a seat. Not, Rach not so, not so high that you die. Not so high that if you fall, you die. Yeah, but why but, just but have high, some sort high of connection? Enough, high enough that you can fly without having to worry about anything getting in your way. So as the crow flies. Yeah. Yep. And if you fall, is dinner ready? Rach, come here. Come okay. here. What have you got to say? Rach has just busted in on the potty. Yeah, it sounds like some interesting content. <laughs> I uh, would love to stick around, but <laughs> got to get back upstairs. It's <laughs> recorded. It's dinner. dinner. No, no, that's very patriarchal Rachel, society. Are you saying the women are that. upstairs making dinner? Well, and We've just been We've drinking been beers. Basically, you've nailed it. <laughs> We've been working. What about yourself? You've been. Ah, <laughs> there you go. I just bought garlic bread. <laughs> She's contributed. That is good. No, um, I, look, I, they're actually designing this. Like it exists. Uber's got a like a helicopter thing. I don't think you're holding on to it. Like getting doing a bit of. You know, yeah, James yeah, yeah, Bond know. or whatever yeah. it is, Mission but, Impossible. But they're, sure, they're, a it's definitely like, and and even to like the 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 casual sort of drone enthusiast, you could you could fucking build something that could carry your weight and get you to the pub. And it's like, are you drink driving? No, it's like I get I'll get shit facing. I want to go to Juck Pub, and I'll just I'll literally. My my idea in my head for some reason is me hanging on to something like yeah. monkey bars. That would be sick and though. <laughs> 
Yep. I'm steer. I'll steer. Yep. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm at the pub in three minutes. Yeah. I think. It, it, okay. So that seems dangerous here to the pub. However, what doesn't seem dangerous is the runarounds from the valley at Winky. Instead of doing a runaround, instead of paddling back, you've just got drone oh, yeah. laps. Imagine so, that. So instead of paddling, it's like right laps back. It yeah. doesn't interfere with I the water. Paddling. Surfboard catching wind would be a fucking. Because you can you can do this with a ski, but the ski fucks the line up. There's people, etc. But if you've just got four guys who have paid their you drone lift, fee, you, you lift pass effectively, and it's like you're down the valley on a big day. Boom! Drop you paddle fifty meters out. You picked up. You dropped at the top of the pack, fresh, oh, done. Yeah. Next one. And you're and just you're, paying lift and passes. And so you're, you could be hanging on yeah. and your board's dangling, dangling off your who ankle. Who fucking cares? Hang it off the angle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Whacking people yeah. on the way through. Fucking those guys. Dunk. Yeah. Get out of the way. <laughs> but they only need to fly, you know, 20 feet off the ground. And you, you, so you leg rope, surfboard, and you're clear. And like, I think this is where it's actually in. Because I, I talked about the all these electric bikes, never would I have imagined as a Grommy, like getting a push bike was freedom, but you had to earn your turns. You had to work to get your freedom. Yeah. You get out of there and it was, and, but you didn't care. There was no other option. It was fucking efficient. It was better than walking. And now all these fucks in Torquay, all these little kids have got electric bikes. And I got burnt riding home from your house the other day by some Grommy on an electric bike. Yeah, they've Just all got them. Yeah. Flogged me up the hill. Electric surfboard motors exist and they're going to get popularized in the lineup and we're going to hate it. But in 20 years' time. What do you mean? That's what I was going to say. Is it going to happen? Yeah. So you paddle. It's going to happen. And we're going to be like. So that you don't have to be a strong paddler anymore. Now, and the purists amongst us are like, that's not real surfing. But it's not surfing, it's fucking paddling. And that's not what you're out here for. Like, but wouldn't it impact you get your surfing? Oh, it'll, it will, impact, but, it'll impact a professional surfing, but, but it not won't when you've a fucking and not if you've got cruiser. fins with turb, turb, tubicles on the fucking <sighs> things. It's not going to affect yeah. between you. rockets, and tubicles, and, and bloody powered surfboards. You've got a tiny little happened? battery powered propeller that yes. sorts you out, like just like an e-bike. It's a jet that slows you down yeah. just as much as an e-bike so on an e-bike it's like oh you're not going to be doing like full downhill yep. and you're not going to be shredding like a yeah, pro balance. but, but for, it's just one extra purposes, bit of push you, you and me on an e-bike oh me I need it heaps have? but yeah. that's what happened it happened in professional cycling apparently the the engines got so small that they had to like like x-ray the bikes yeah, because they, they just do. put this tiny little engine in it and because and you could Yep. And any long. advantage is advantage. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so that'll be me. I'd, I'd fucking take one just to, you know, get yep. onto the wave a bit easier. You could, you could, you could put happen. on just the fucking... On the tiny. tiny. On the tiny end of your tail, just these little props that just go... Under the chest, I and they And they... Like a little a rocket. Yeah. A rocket and they just, under the chest just pushes yeah. and water. And it's not... It wouldn't even be a huge assist, but it, you don't need much to make it... Helpful. Oh, coming yeah. from in the board. And it could even retract... Once you get out there, you Corey could, Graham would be on you this. You could be like, Doink, and the little things go, boink, yep. back so inside yeah. your yeah. That's all you need. And then, but then, you know, this No one would talk better. to you. We're inventing the chairlift for the future. No, but no one would talk to you because you'd be just, it, I can swear, if I got out there and I just was catching like 50 waves yep. and my surfing was as shit as it is, and, and they everyone, would fucking look at me and go, something's up. Like, yeah, but everyone's going to hate you for the yeah. first time, lap. But then in five years' time, like these e-bikes, people are going to come around and everyone's going to be on them. And it's like, if you don't have it, you're not cutting more laps. And what are you doing? you got 20 minutes lunch break. Don't spend 15 minutes of it paddling. Spend fucking 
five minutes. And now all the fat fat crews coming back to surfing. Fat crews, and they love the big boards because you yeah, get big more boards, engines in them. Big fucking propellers, mate. We're all imagine. Well, remember how we do we surfing, make money off it? We <laughs> were surfing the other day, was and you pretty much re- like looked at me. In fact, both of you guys have done this. I don't know if it's me getting the wrong spot, probably, but you both looked at me and just rode straight into my head. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Remember this? You, I was trying to paddle out and I was just paddling and I was looking. It was looking at me. I was looking at was. was looking at me. I, I was like, cut back I'm pretty sure. And then he thought, oh, I'm going to do this cut back right on him. I'm like, he's not going to do this cut back right on me. He's like, yeah, he is. And then I just ducked dove and you pretty much landed. You were on me. Yeah. The yeah. Other and if, that, if you had a fucking propeller... That would have been way worse. Well, you would have already been out the back, so it would have been fine. No, and, if you and, had the propeller, you not you, me. You no, no, we're not. You don't, we're I would both have you propellers. Don't, you we're don't not using surf props. with the props. Yeah, and the prop goes. The prop fucks off when you're actually surfing. Mate, no props. It's internalized. It's jet engine. It's a. It's like jet ski technology. Yeah, the internal props. Either way, that was shit when you rode on. I've already. Me. It's it's up here. I've got the I've got the uh, yeah. patents running around. But it's the same thing for backcountry skiing. At the moment, they take you out on a cat. It's like you drop the backcountry, oh, we lift you yeah. up. We if you up could be doing, if that, you could be doing a heli lift on a drone, this is way. But but it, it does contradict my idea at the start, which I had as potty fodder: is don't fucking stand on an escalator. <laughs> it's kind of like standing on escalators. <laughs> well, are you? I, I actually I missed that. But was your point? Don't you need to walk when you're on the oh, escalator? I just fucking annoys me every day. I turn up and heading to work, and these it's like thousands oh, of fucking it's people not, standing on these escalators, and people like this, and they piss you off. It's not a fucking ride at the show. That's you should it's have been a here fucking the escalator. Get going, mate. Get- Fucking you're going. going. You're walking everywhere. You don't. You're not getting on this like it's the the G Wizard, and it's like, oh, I'm having a ride here. I'm gonna. You, I needed you like, when I was keep saying this. Fucking walking. I was on board. And I fucking look at everyone, and oh, I'm giving you the fucking stink eyes <laughs> the whole way up. And I'm like, you fucking lazy prick. You fucking lazy prick. Yeah. The only time. That Why his- the fuck have you stopped moving suddenly? Hyperspeed. Do your legs not work? Yeah. Fucking get a walk you, you, off the escalator. Are you, are you that like nonchalant that you're just going to stop moving? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, pretend you're so, on the sh- so I would I would be contradicting myself if I was like committing to the bloody thing on a surfboard. But if it means that you can cut more laps or you can yeah, ski no, more runs, true because you, you aren't doing anything in. that interesting going up an escalator except being lazy. Because at least I'm about to do something fun. Getting to work click, yeah. quicker. Yeah, well, the future true. is going to look fucking wild, and and I literally the bike thing. What's the future with weddies? Blows my no mind weddies. more. I reckon yeah. we go no weddies. It's just like we have something in our foot that just the punches sleep. a bit of hot hot water around <laughs> your where, sleep pill. Yeah, <laughs> just keeps you warm. No weddies. Hyper. Something in our foot, like just blowing out hot water. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I, That'd be so because I fucking hate like we're about to come into four three ter- territory. And you I could just be you, you hate could it. be in a pair of speedos, yeah, and, and you're just, just like, oh, the water so around hot. you is warm. And then you get up, you do a quick surf, ten seconds. It's a bit cold, but you jump back in the water, boiling hot again. <laughs> Didn't we talk about the dry suit? No one surfing in yeah, dry suit. In the bag, it's actually suit. so good because the four three is be. fucked. Um, yeah, I, look, I've just gone backwards in suits. I, I had a Neat Essentials, 3-2, sealed, and I thought this is quite a nice suit for the price, 300 bucks. But to be honest, it's actually fucking shit. I, I get in it, it's got seams in the wrong spot. I, I walk into the water and it's drip, It like, actually, that's not true. 
I piss in my wetty before I get in the water. It's just a habit that I have because I don't like to sit in the piss. So I let it drain oh, through the ankles no. while I'm warming up and I'm putting the Hepler. thing on. It's, so disgusting. it's just a habit. I've got, I used to do it down the stairs and then people just think it's wet footprints and it's fine, but I'd just leave they walking through my piss. I thought it was funny in my 20s. I've stopped doing that. So I piss on the beach. Sort of. Hold on. Is there anything else I need to know about the, surfing with you? To the, uh, so the, this CO3 need essentials. It comes out through the taped seams. Like Maybe it, the piece is pouring out. It's like this is this suit sucks. This is a fucking terrible suit. And of the I've been on the hunt in the Weddy bargains down in Torquay at Baines at the seconds joint or at the the uh, factory outlets. So I'm into an E bomb, an E six Elasto E bomb suit. It's only thin, three two, but this is the stretchiest suit I've ever owned. Feels like you're not wearing one. The warmer mm. suit, I'm basically fucking dry when I come out. Yeah. It's amazing. I've, it heard, is, I've heard the Need Essentials weddies are pretty shit. And and their whole marketing spiel is that, you know, they're basically the same as a Rip Curl weddie without the stickers on it. But without it, the it's stickers. Bullshit. It's bullshit. They've got cheap foam, cheap stitching, cheap designs. Yeah. It's they're not Rip Curl without the sponsorship. Yeah. Like Rip no. Curl weddies are worth every fucking dollar. I'm selling a few of you in WA. Give me up on the messenger. I've got a couple of... How many you got? What you got for uh, me? A few, three, two, seals, flash bombs, E-bombs, a four, three, uh, a heat seeker. You just let me know. Shoot me a message. Uh, pretty cheap weddies. hundred bucks off retail. Oh, they've all good value. been... Every <laughs> single one of them has been pissed in dry. <laughs> nah, nah. Tags on. I've got the tags He's on. He's sinking your wedding. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter that the tags into on. into the fucking water. I've seen... Not acceptable. As I've I'm warming seen, up. I've seen was surf with the tags on. <laughs> yeah, <the> soggy tags. <laughs> Hashtag soggy tags. He's, he's had more than four beers. He definitely didn't talk to any pros. And he and I have. He's seen got a he's got on. a wedding currently that's six years old. Tags on. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> nothing wrong with it. E four, I think they're up to. I've actually worn a couple of your weddies. <laughs> oh, yeah. That one's got yeah. a thorough amount of holes in it though. Oh, lucky because that means the piss would have drained. All right, lads. Anything else to add to the potty? Yeah, no. J-O-B, thanks for coming along. Yeah, it was good to science. have a bit of extra uh, brain power into this podcast. I'd like to have you on for the science episode where I've got million, lots of questions. Um, lots and lots of questions. It's been a pleasure. Science-based to come. So I think Andy and I would like to have a science episode where you just come in with confidence and answer them. Yeah, Might absolutely. Yeah, don't bring me to that episode. No. Uh, no, you still be doing this tender. Yeah, economics is science. But no, nah, it's been fun. Economics. It's been good. Is the physics of the monetary world? Happy to come back and pretend I can talk about science confidently. It's been good. Surf one hundred. Hopefully, we're at a hundred after this. You have a broken toe. Yeah, I'll get there. Doesn't fucking matter. Three feet in the wax. We'll get it done. We'll do us. We should do a surf one hundred podcast with with all four of us. Watkins. The yep. surf when Watkins crew. gets out of New South Wales, after, he's locked to that after state we've these done days. hundred. Yeah, you know. Fuck that guy. I'm when we him. all get to 100, it's going to be a big surf party. Yeah. I'm excited about it. And we are. I'm confident this year we're all going to get Yeah, there. we should start planning the we surf should all, We should all do our 100 surf together, which means Woz has to not surf for about... <laughs> 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 no, we'll surf the last person to get to the 100, which yeah, we we'll surf, surf with them. Yeah, yeah. It'll be... We're going to have a party. We'll make a line. Fucking Tasmania. Six foot down south. King like, Island. Oh, it could be... Lion Rock. Rock. Yeah. Like, oh, Lion Rock would be sick. Lion Rock yeah. mission to the... Like, you know Fuck. that... It's kind of like edging where you jerk off, but then you don't come and then you keep going and then you keep going. That's what walking into Lion Rock's like. And then you get there and it's like onshoring. You're like, oh, fuck. Another week of this. 
Then you go to camp. <laughs> yeah, have you, you haven't sounds, been down there, have you? No, no, it sounds, sounds horrible. Yeah, it's a pretty weird. Eight k walk into the southernmost yeah, beach no, of Australia. You've, you've made it sound shit. <laughs> um, I've got a song actually. This guy, I met this guy. I had a hot tub with him. Of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to put, put context around that, but let's just leave it at that. <laughs> I don't think any you can say. I'm not even going to tell that. his name. The, the band's called Loose Bricks Band. Um, they're from <laughs> Melbourne, obviously. And um, yeah, I reckon Colour Man, we'll throw that on. It's a fun little indie tune. They play a, play a bit around Sounds Australia. Good. So look them up, get them on the, we'll tag them in this, get them on the fucking Instagrams, you, on you. the spot of fires and things. Um, Take a hot tub. Hopefully those women have got dinner ready for us upstairs. Oh, yeah. No, no comment. No, what, you don't hope dinner's ready? No, I'm actually hungry. Yeah. Starving. That's Thanks. not interesting. Turn this off. All right. Hooro. Hooro. Boy. You're kicking it with the loose bricks. Time to with this split. Flying got the whole world tripping up on their kicks. And the postman sending these letters into the black abyss We wait for the colour man, wait for the colour man Hypnotized by patterns in the sky Bright dynamite lights up the night We wait for the color man Wait for the color man Put your hands up and toast to the sky 
Oh, death, it doesn't phase us. 